Bartow Yellow Jacket football starts now. It's time for Bartow Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Tonight's game is sponsored by Kelly Buick, GMC of Bartow. Doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Palette One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. By Widden McLean Funeral Home. Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South. And by Bartow Ford. We're different and we prove it. Now, let's join our broadcast crew for Yellow Jacket Football. And good evening. Welcome to week number nine of high school football tonight. The Sebring Blue Streaks are in town to take on the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Good evening, everybody. Along with Bruce and Andy Edmond, Mike and Elizabeth Ayers, I'm Jeff Thornburg. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for high school football on a Friday night. The Yellow Jackets uh, come into this ball game uh, losing two in a row. Lakeland and last week's uh, loss to Haines City. Meanwhile, the Sebring Blue Streaks, they've won their last two uh, games uh, to enter this contest tonight. Not a district game. Bartos in Class 4S, where Sebring is a 3S school. But, Bruce, anytime you mention Sebring Blue Streaks, they always put a quality team on the field. Yeah, and and Sebring uh, brings a lot of players, and they bring they bring big players, and they bring athletes, and and they come to play football. I, I don't know if 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 we've ever had an easy game against uh, Sebring, and we know they whipped us a few times, uh, and we've beaten them uh, from time to time as well. So uh, I look for this. They've got a lot of numbers. Um, they got a lot of beef, and uh, we should stack up well. I'm just hoping, you know, we came off, like you just said, the two losses to Lakeland and then a kind of a shocker to Haines City. And um, now we've got to regroup, and hopefully they had a good week of practice. I'm sure we'll hear from uh, Coach Eden here in a few minutes. But um, uh, they've, they've got to bounce back, and they've got to get a good grip. And But uh, one thing that came out of that game last week was the new quarterback, uh, I believe his name is Johnson. Blake Johnson. Yeah, Blake Johnson. Uh, sounds like a, a movie star. Blake <laughs> Johnson. I mean, he drives up in his Ferrari and he gets out and he puts on number 18. That's Blake Johnson. And uh, I think we'll see a little bit of Valentine tonight, too. So uh, we're very excited about that. And But uh, Johnson's just a junior, so we'll have him back. Uh, you know, we had another Johnson a few years ago, uh, Lynn Johnson, who turned out to be very special and um i'm just uh excited to be back home excited to see green grass and uh mike uh, i'm sure you're very comfortable out on that green grass yeah you're exactly right i mean last week we saw the field conditions that we played in last week and i mean it's what a change you go from uh i wouldn't even say that a football field to uh to some nice grass out here uh and you know we were talking earlier about the weather being great i mean you were talking about how quickly it's going to change, and I can tell you from the time I got here this afternoon to now, you can already tell a temperature change. So hopefully with all these changes in the weather, back on good grass, we're in for some good football tonight against Sebring. Speaking of that weather, 75 degrees, and uh, the humidity is not 
as high as you would expect, uh, but uh, 75 degrees and uh, just a beautiful night for football. Not a cloud in the sky. We can see the moon right above us, so uh, we're looking forward to getting this ball game underway tonight. Uh, Sebring, and, Sebring and the Bartiello Jackets. Andy, what are you looking for tonight? I don't know. they got a, they got a lot of big players. It's going to be a hard night, but uh, um, that Blake Johnson, he's had a whole other week to practice and, and get things under control. I mean, that first sit-down series last week, he made that 42-yard run look easy. So he, the boy's got skills. So hopefully uh, he's got some more things down pat. I mean, you got to learn the whole playbook, and you give him a, two weeks to do that. And it's kind of hard. And according to Coach, and we'll hear from Coach comments a little later, but we're, we're going to see kind of a rotation at the quarterback, uh, situational-type quarterbacks between K.J. Valentine and number 18, uh, Blake Johnson. So we'll see how, how that will pan out. Both teams right now are on the field going through their – pre-game warm-up, warm-ups, and uh, I see the referees are out there guarding the jacket in the middle of the field. Uh, yeah, they there's there's no animosity between Sebring and Bartow like like it is with with some other teams, but the refs don't know that, and, like and the, they're just making sure they're just kind of standing in between both teams as they're they're back to back. Bartow is is running toward they're running their place towards the east, uh, and Sebring running their place towards the west. So uh, they they are, and the players that aren't they stand in a real tight line that way the coaches can't turn around and see what they're doing. It's everything's uh, secret, you know. Yeah. You try to be secretive, but we're sitting up here and we can see what both off offenses are doing we know what ours does and we can look look a little bit and see what some things that seaburn will try to do tonight so, so we're excited about this and ready to get on with it nothing like the uh, cowboys and the chargers you know pregame scuffles like that uh nothing no like that going on okay no for me no for me <laughs> all righty well uh tell you what we need to uh, take a quick little break. When we come back, it is everybody's, and I mean everybody, getting emails from everybody now about Stratton selections. Well, wow, that's incredible. We are. Uh, they want the fans want to participate. It had to be the nine and zero. It had to be the nine zero that brought everybody out yeah, because they think they can match it. So I uh, bet they're better. They're probably, <laughs> so when we come back, we will take a look at Stratton selection. It is getting very, Mike. It is getting very tight at the top of the leaderboard for the whole season. So we'll discuss and make our picks for week number nine when we come back. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. Getting ready for tonight's contest between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the Sebring Blue Streaks. Bartow with a record of a six and two. Sebring comes into the ball game at four and two. Uh, they've had some games missed because of weather. But since we're talking about records, let's check out Stratton's selections for last week. This is where we put our prognosticating powers to the test. Uh, Michael, 
Michael, you were seven and two last week. Yeah, that was, and, and we should have been eight and one, except for Lakeland Christian and Mulberry. Oh my gosh, you missed those two. Andy, yeah. you were seven and two last week. Bruce and Jeff were six and three. Hmm. So how that happened? Overall, the standings are Mike and. Jeff are 57 and 17. Bruce and Andy are 56 and 18. So one game separates all of us. So well, we're getting down to it. We'd still be making money in Vegas. That's absolutely that's important part. All right. Last uh, on Monday, there was a game on Monday. Uh, Winter Haven defeated Lake Region 40 to nothing. So that one is that was Monday score. So here we go. Week number nine. Everybody 40 ready? to nothing. Yes. Wow. Lake Region will now travel to Kissimmee Gateway to take on the Panthers. The Panthers are 0-7. Lake Region is 2-5. Mike, what do you think? My goodness, that's a tough one there. I mean, somebody's going to come out a, a winner on that one again. So uh, let's stay at home, I guess. Let's go Lake Region. Yeah, I haven't. I, I haven't. I think I picked Lake Region uh, against Davenport, and, and they got blown out. But I, I think this. Uh, gateway team is pretty bad. I'm going to go Lake Region. I will as well. Andy? Lake Region. Everybody's picking the Thunder. Up next, the Kathleen Red Devils at 0-7 will visit Ridge Community tonight, take on big coach Tate. Uh, the Bolts are 2-6. and six. What do you think there, Andy? They playing uh, Ridge playing at home? Ridge is at home, yes. I'll go with Ridge. Ridge. 0-8. Oh, oh, Yep, Ridge. Everybody's picking Ridge tonight. Up next, the Mulberry Panthers at 5-2. and two. Oh. <laughs> How'd that happen? I don't know. Mulberry's at 5-2. They're on the road tonight. they got to go to Cape Coral tonight to take on Ida Baker Bulldogs, who are 0-7. Oh, my goodness. So, Mulberry on the road tonight, 5-2. and two. What do you think, Mike? Is Mulberry going to wind up being 6-2 and two after tonight? I think so. Uh, I think so, too. So, I think I'm going to take Mulberry tonight. I don't think That's Co- a long road trip, though. Well, Coach PV, he's not listening yet, so I'll take Mulberry. i got to get back in this game. <laughs> I'll go with Mulberry, too. And he's picking so Hey, so far, we're all the same so far tonight. All right, next up, the uh, the team we saw last week, the Haines City Hornets. They're 3-4 and four on the year. They're at home. Uh, to take on the George Jenkins Eagles, who are four and two. Well, if Haines City plays as good as they did last week, they'll blow out Jenkins, and I'm going with Haines City. I'm picking Haines City as well. I'm going with Haines City. Mike? Mike. Come on, guys. Listen, I, we talked about that Haines City game a while ago. I, I, I don't want to do it. I, I just don't want to do it. I, I don't want to see them come out on – I mean – I, I'm going to go George Jenkins. I just don't. I just got a bad taste in my mouth for that Haines City team now. They're playing it's, in the dirt. I know, but see, that's the thing. They took us to the dirt, and they played Sandlot ball last week, and they beat us. So they're playing at home again on that Sandlot field, and George Jenkins is not used to that sand. You could play Sandlot ball all day long with a JV team and beat Jenkins. Oh, my gosh. No, I'm going Jenkins, guys. I'm sorry. I hear you. Okay. Uh, Victory Christian, the Storm, who had an, a wonderful win last week uh, over Lakeland Christian. Now Victory Christian at 5-3. and three. They're home hosting uh, the team from Fort Pierce, John Carroll, uh, the Rams. The Rams are two and six. Um, ride that momentum for Blakeland Christian. I'm going with Victory Christian tonight, a winner tonight. I'll go there too. Absolutely, Victory. Victory. Andy, Victory, Victory's Okay, there we go. The uh, the the Davenport Broncos at four and three. 
visit the Auburndale Bloodhounds. This is a district game for both schools, and it's also senior night for Auburndale. Auburndale six and one. I'm going to guess everybody's just going to go with the Bloodhounds. Auburndale. Auburndale. Yeah. Everybody's picking the Bloodhounds to go seven and one. Up next, the Winter Haven Blue Devils at four and three who just played Monday night, remember, so they're on the road now to Lake Gibson to take on the Braves, who are also 4-3. and three. The Braves are in an interesting position because this is pretty much must-win for them if they have any postseason desires uh, for the Braves. So what do you think there, Andy? I'm going to go with the Braves. Andy will pick the Lake Gibson Braves to beat Winter Haven. What do you think, Mike? I'm going Blue Devils. Mike is picking Winter Haven. I'm picking Winter Haven as well. I'm right. No, I'll go Lake Gibson. And Bruce, oh, the brothers are picking the Braves. Okay. The uh, Lakeland Dreadnoughts are at Bryant Stadium tonight to take on a, uh, a team from Clearwater, Clearwater Academy Knights, who are three and four, and the Lakeland oh. Dreadnoughts are six and two. I think Lakeland's going to be seven and two after this. I have to agree. Yeah, I agree Lake, with Lakeland. that too. Lakeland across the board. Everybody's picking the Dreadnoughts. Boy, the cheerleaders are world champion. Cheerleaders are incredible. They're just warming up right now, and they're spinning and flipping and doing a, a cartwheel on somebody's shoulders. It's incredible. Go ahead, Lakeland. Sorry. No, no, Lakeland Christian. Lakeland Christian looking to rebound after their loss last week to Victory Christian. They're on the road. They go to Calvary Christian. The Warriors. Both teams are five and two. Lakeland Christian at Calvary Christian tonight. I'll start this one. I think Lakeland does bounce back in kind of a must-win. They've already had a couple. They had lost to Fort Meade. Now they lost to Victory Christian. I think Lakeland Christian will get a win tonight. I agree. Yeah, Lakeland needs this one. Lakeland Christian really needs this one to come back because they they're just. I mean, I just couldn't believe last week they let me down last week the way they did. Um, So Lakeland Christians, they're looking. They're looking for any way they can to come back on this one. I'm going Big John. Big John O'Neill. All righty. Uh, next up, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry to do this to you, but the Lake Wales Highlanders at 7-0. and They're at Legion Field tonight <laughs> to take on the 2-5 uh, and five Liberty Chargers. <laughs> well, that's a... That's a that's a pretty easy non-call there. That's a no-brainer. Yeah, yeah. Mike, Lake Mike. Well, Lake Wells is going to have their JV squad on the field and it'll be over before the half. Wow! All four of us picking the Highlanders. Okay, final game to pick tonight, and this is another one of those um, gimmies. Uh, well, I say that the Fort Meade Miners at six and zero visit the Tenorock Titans, who are zero and eight. Oh, I took Tenorock last week, I think, and uh, uh, or the week before. But I took that purple, and I won't take them again. Especially not against the black and gold. No. The way they're playing ball. No. Fort Meade will not, Mike, you can back me up. Fort Meade will not overlook the Titans tonight because next Friday night uh, they play the Frostproof Bulldogs. Yeah, that's going to be. That's that, always the big game for Fort Meade. Tough. That'll yep. be a tough choose. I mean, but Frostburg got beat by Victory, right? Yeah, they Mulberry. got beat by Mulberry. Mulberry. Bad. Mulberry. What was that score? Do you got that, Jeff? Oh, no, it, it, it doesn't couple, matter. Yeah, it's still embarrassing. So I, I think. So if I, if I if I remember correctly, I think we're off next week, right? Correct. So I'll have the opportunity to go down to Frostproof and watch that Fort Meade Frostproof game oh, next yeah. week. Actually, well. actually, you don't have to go to Frostproof. No, I can go to Fort Meade and watch it. Right. That's right. Yeah, so I'll go into Fort Meade and watch that game. So Fort Meade will entertain that game, but I just don't. I don't. I want to. I want to reassure the the, the the miners will not look past the Titans tonight. They're going to take care of business, and we all picked the the miners tonight. Agreed. Right? Absolutely. Okay. 
The Bartow High School Marching Band is making their way onto the field, ready to perform the uh, national anthem as we're getting close to the countdown. That's Stratton Selections, by the way. Thank you so much for participating. I know you were screaming at your radio with your picks as well. And uh, have to wait. <laughs> we're going to... Uh, don't worry. Well, we're, we're opening windows. Take a... Uh, I was going to try to see if the band was ready to play the national anthem. I think we're waiting on the PA address. Uh, Pat. Knock on the window. Okay, Pat's got it. So we're you're listening to WWBF in uh, Bartow. It is a 7-16 here on a Friday night, 74 degrees. As we will uh, turn our attention now to the Bartow Yellow Jacket Marching Band for the playing of our national anthem. The colors being presented by the junior ROTC from Summerlin Academy. And uh, we're ready for the national anthem. Under the direction of Mr. John Ekman, the Bartow High School Marching Band, with the playing of our national anthem. When we return, we'll have pregame comments from Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden, and that's coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. The Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance Agency has been serving Central Florida since 1984. They all work and live in your neighborhood and take pride in our history. Offices in Bartow, there when you need them, representing only the most reliable companies in the industry. 
If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Once again, we are happy to be joined by Yellow Happy to be joined. Jacket head coach uh, Tyler Eden. Coach Eden, uh, getting ready for uh, tonight's matchup here with the Sebring Blue Streaks. But uh, let's flip the calendar back a week or so and uh, talk a little bit about Haines City. It's our second loss of the season, two in a row. It was a district game. Oh, gosh, I I just just don't want to even mention it. But uh, Haines City looked like they came prepared. What did they do kind of surprised us? You know, I don't know if they surprised us necessarily. I just think the way I would say it best is, Ultimately, you know, we're in the process of building. Um, you know, I know we had a lot of success this year and early success. I mean, if you count spring game and the kickoff classic, we're 8-0, right? But I think the reality of it is, you know, to get where we want to go and have long, sustaining success, you know, you have to it's, – it's a, it's, a, it's a cultural thing, right? And so I think part of it is, you know, we hit – I think one of those walls where I think we, it was a combination of taking the team lightly, a uh, combination of, you know, I think some guys were still stuck on the Lakeland game. And that all comes back to coaching. So it, it all I always point the blame at myself. It's never anybody else's fault. It's my program, and I take full responsibility for it. But I think it was a good learning lesson and a, and a teaching point. And, and the reality of it is, you know, it, it gives us more information that we can then take, put it in, and say, okay, hey, here's, here's what we need to do. And, and, you know, I think in the long run, because of that, I think it's going to make us better. And we may see the fruits of that this week, maybe next week, maybe next year. It might be down the road. But but we're building, and that's the thing. You know, you, you, you're going to have these bumps, and you're going to have these you're going to have these obstacles. But I think um, we have a good staff and a good group that are willing to overcome them and keep fighting. This is yeah. kind of the first time this season this team has faced a little bit of adversity through the week of practice. How's your team handled that adversity? Pretty good. I mean, you know, I, I think for the most part that they've that we've had a good week of practice no doubt about that I think um, but I, again you know I think you, you know you, you said it I mean who are you when you when you face adversity you know that's that's the real you and so I think um, to some extent I've been I've been proud to some extent I've been like disappointed I you know I, I think it's a mix but again uh, to be expected you know I, I'm excited for as I get more and more time with these young men I can continue to build um, and, and it takes I hate to keep saying it, but it does take time. You know, I wish it was an overnight switch where you could just have the perfect culture and the perfect things that you instill into these kids, but it doesn't work that way. And so um, we know it, but but what you can do is you just do everything you can that day to try to, you know, make sure that you're teaching these kids, make sure that you're helping them become better young men and better football players and responding the correct way to things. And so, you know, I, I think for the most part it's been a good week, and, and so I'm excited for us to get back on the field and, and compete and, and hopefully get, get back on track to winning. Still looking uh, quarterback situation same as last week. Really. A little different, you know. You know, Blake Johnson, the transfer, did a, did a, a good job. You know, especially given his first ever time playing with these with his new teammates in a new system. You know, I thought he did some good things. I thought he made mistakes, which was expected. Um, but you know, Valentine will be back in the rotation. We plan to utilize both our quarterbacks, and um, you know, we, we plan to, to see both of them in action and and, and kind of go from there in game. Any other injuries this week during practice or from the Haines City game? Yeah, DeCorian Stanley, who's been one of our best defenders, uh, middle linebacker, he's he's going to be out this week. Um, we're hoping that with him out this week and then with the bye week after that, 
hopefully he can recover and be full strength for Lake Wales and into the postseason. Stanley's been big on the defense in the middle Huge. of that field for Jackets all year long. No doubt. Alrighty, tonight the Sebring Blue Streaks, they come into Bartram Memorial Stadium. Boy, is it good to be back home. Oh, yeah. um, Sebring's on a little two-game winning streak. We're on a two-game not-so-much winning oh, yeah. streak. Sebring Blue Streaks always put a good quality team on the field. Oh, yeah, they got a great culture. they got a great coaching staff. Uh, they're big. Um, they're a physical football team. You know, we're going to have to get back to playing what we talk about, which is assignment perfect, being the more physical team, and, and really doing it together, uh, making sure we stay together and, and, and are locked in and focused. So, I, you know, my hope is that, um, and I believe we'll be ready. I think we'll be ready for the challenge. And um, but, but make no mistake about it, it's it's going to be tough. I mean, they like to run the ball. We got to be ready to stop it. And then offensively, we got to get back to. Um, Really, we really have to be able to find some type of semblance in the running game is what we need to do and get back to that. So, Well, Coach, a uh, very concerned fan sent me a uh, collegiate uh, schedule. So I got my <laughs> I got my teams right this year. So if you don't mind, I got two more, uh, two college pick-ems for you. Yeah. I'm not going to give you Ohio State and Penn State this week because you know I know you're going to pit Ohio yeah. State. So I'm going to pick another Florida team. This time let's talk about the Seminoles. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're at home mm-hmm. this week to take on Duke. Oh, Duke's win. number 16, win. FSU's number 4. Win. Florida State's going to win. I mean, Mike Norvell has done it. He's a great example of when you build the culture the right way, and that's what he's done. I mean, you've seen him consistently. They just get a little bit better every year, and he's done a really good job of that. And so I think the big win over Duke, who's a good team, but I just think Florida State's got a little too much uh, for him. All right, let's hop to the SEC real quick. The Tennessee Volunteers, ranked number 17 in the country, they visit Alabama. Mm. Alabama's ranked 11th. I can't mm. remember the last time Alabama was outside the top 10, but that's where they are. So Tennessee at Alabama. Who won last year? Tennessee. Because of that, Alabama. Okay. And I'm, I'm 0 for 1 when I pick Nick Saban right now, so uh, I, I could be dead wrong, but I'll tell you what, I, I really think that those players will remember that, and I think that'll get them mad. Even with a struggling quarterback situation, I just think that they find a way to win because they just, it's, it's the whole, they beat them last year and they want revenge. All right, bonus pick, Utah, USC, Trojans, and the Utah U. Boy, that my team's win That's over Notre Dame one. looks a lot better now, doesn't it? It does. And boy, I'll tell you what, I was <laughs> mad about that win, and now I'm real happy about it. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh, man, that's a really good. I'm going to go with, I got to go with USC. I just don't see Lincoln Riley's team losing two in a row. I don't either. I, I think it's possible. Coach, good luck tonight against the Sebring Blue Streaks. Thank nice you. to be back at Bartram Memorial Stadium. Good luck. I'll say, yeah, it is good to be back on a field that uh, actually has grass. So I'm really happy to be back home and excited to play and, and get out there and win. Thanks, Coach. Thank you. Those are the pregame comments of Yellow Jacket head coach Tyler Eden. Stand by. When we come back, kickoff is next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. This is Jordan Kelly of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. 
And welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium, getting ready for tonight's matchup between the Bartow Yellow Jackets and the visiting Sebring Blue Streaks. Mike, we've had the coin toss. We have, and the Sebring Blue Streaks have won the coin toss, and they have deferred to the second half. So they'll go on defense first. Bartow will get the ball to start. Both teams are in their respective end zones. The band is on the field. The cheerleaders have made their tunnel, and they are ready uh, to uh, come into this contest. Uh, we just heard the comments from Coach Tyler Eden. Anything surprise you there, Bruce? No, no, I was I was very impressed. Uh, you you have to be humbled in those situations, and and uh, as, as a head coach, you it's your responsibility. And um, but you know we've we've talked a lot up here, and we can call the plays all night long, but they're the ones that have to execute the kids are the ones that have to execute so what i said when my kids didn't execute the way that i had taught them it was my fault and so now we're going to learn execution and that's the only way you can get better you can you can just take it and take it and take it you can take the responsibility Mm -hmm. but all you can do is call a play you don't call a play to lose three yards you don't call a play to get picked so uh, let's see how they uh, come back tonight. I think uh, come back with a little fire. The 6-2 and two, Bartow Yellow Jackets making their way onto the uh, field here. John and Terry Frost Family Field at Bartow Memorial Stadium. The Yellow Jackets tonight, all orange tonight. The pants, the jerseys, the helmets, all in orange tonight for the Yellow Jackets. For the visiting Sebring Blue Streaks. Looks like the the pewter-colored pants with the white jerseys and the blue helmets as well. Yeah, we uh, we used to call call them the brown streaks back uh, when I was in high school. Well, I can't do that anymore. I'm I'm on the radio. Mike, how's the field out there? You're walking right down the middle of it. The field is in great condition, guys. I mean, it's... It's always nice to be back home on this field because, you know, they take such good care of the field here. And you guys can see it from up there. We do have a little bit of dirt there at the 50-yard line by the by the bee and the, by the jacket in the middle of it. But for the most part, the field's in great condition. No rain, so, so we don't have to worry about footing or anything. So we should be, we should be good. Excellent. We are getting this ready to get this ball game on. This is not a district contest, but... Um, because Bartow suffered that loss last week at Haynes City, now the fate for any kind of postseason rest with the state rankings. And the rankings count all the way through the entire year. So the rankings and your playoff positions won't be released until the end of the next week, Sunday after Lake, after Lake Wales. After Lake Wales, okay. So Sunday after Lake Wales, so we'll know then. But Bartow is, even with the loss, is still okay but, Bruce, you can take care of things on the field the next two games if you want and guarantee yourself a playoff spot. So Yeah, next week is certainly going to be a rough one. And uh, so we got to get it done right now. Yes. So here we are. We are ready to get this ball game underway at Bartow Memorial Stadium. It looks like uh, Murray taking his position here around the 20-yard line. Back deep will be a Taylor along with Thomas. Back deep, Murray kind of in that uh, up position ready for any kind of pooch kick and if Sebring has seen any film on that they do not want to get it to number three go ahead 
little high school football on a Friday night. Here's the kickoff. It's going to sail over Murray's head, taken by Galva. Galva at the 15-20. Galva breaks the tackle to the outside. He's at the 25. Still on his feet. He'll get near the 30-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds on the Sebring side. Yeah, pretty good uh, return by Galva. They they had it set up uh, where they were really covering uh, that side pretty well, and Galva made a couple of uh, cuts left and right and got good field position. So we will take a look here and see which quarterback is going to start the ball game for the Yellow Jacket, and it's going to be number 18. This is Blake Johnson. He's the transfer from Victory Christian, been with the team now maybe two and a half, three weeks or so. He started last week up at Haines City. And he wears number 18, big, tall guy. He's a junior, and he's going to start in the pistol formation. First and 10, Bartow from their own 29-yard line. Johnson will take it. He'll turn, handoff, up the middle goes the running back, and he's bottled up at the line of scrimmage trying to fight for some yardage, but he might lose a couple there. Yeah, uh, just just a quick dive play uh, to the left side, and Sebring's got a lot of lot of bulk up front. They, their defensive line, the middle of their defensive line, looks like ours. Uh, really, really stout in the middle. I don't see any of the big guys on that line. I thought they'd have a couple of them. I mean, there's some good size, but not. Well, well some of those big guys uh, ain't gonna be out there. They, they, one guy already took his pads off. <laughs> they lost two for the gun run from Galva, second and 12, hand up up the middle. This time he's got a little running room. He'll get back to the original line of scrimmage, and, boy, he keeps those legs churning. He's going to get back a couple of those yardage. It'll be third and 10. Yeah, they're really trying to get that uh, run established early in this ball game, but uh, right here they're going to have to throw it. So Taylor and Thomas will line up here to the near side. On the far side is Butler, quarterback Johnson, in the uh, shotgun formation. It's third and 10 for Bartow from their own 29-yard line. We're just underway here at Bartow Memorial Stadium. Opening drive of the game. Here's the snap. Johnson wants to throw. He does. A little fade route. Gets it to Taylor, and it's overthrown, incomplete. Yeah, and, and uh, Sebring, their, their defensive ends play with the uh, – their, their defensive ends play in a two-point stance, which means they're standing up, uh, kind of like uh, the Parsons kid from uh, from Dallas, uh, Micah. Micah Parsons, uh, how he'll stand up and he'll bring it. Uh, the linebackers were playing inside. They were playing the run, but they, they, were, they were in man coverage right there, and, and they covered pretty well. Fourth and ten, that's going to bring on Valentine to handle the punting duties for Bartow. KJ, snap a little high. He gets it down oh, off no. the side of his foot. This is not going to be a very good kick. It's going to go out of bounds. Oh, that's oh gonna, my goodness. That's going to be about an eight-yard punt. I'll wait till the referees officially put it down. But, yeah, I think you're going to be right, Bruce. He's still walking at the 41-yard oh, wow. line. That's better than I thought it would be. Maybe a 12-yard punt. Yeah. First and 10 for the Sebring Blue Streaks with excellent field position at the Yellow Jacket 41-yard line. Quarterback for the Blue Streaks. We believe we have another KJ, number 15, KJ Massey. He's a junior. KJ Massey wears number 15 for Sebring. He's the quarterback for the Blue Streaks. What's our new quarterback's name? Uh, Blake Johnson. Johnson. Here's Massey. He wants to throw. The receiver fell down. 
and it's going to be incomplete. Yeah, and he, he kind of threw that one up uh, the way Johnson did. He just he overthrew his coverage. Uh, he overthrew his re- – if the receiver doesn't fall down, he still overthrows him. I mean, he just threw that ball 30 yards on almost a rope. There was one guy coming across the middle there. He was wide open. So it'll be second and 10 here for the Blue Streaks from the Yellow Jacket 41-yard line. Second and 10. Three linebackers. Ah, they're offsides. Offsides. Massey will hand it off to Mitchell. Mitchell tries to turn the corner on the right side. And throw the flag? Yeah, I don't think they got him offside. I think he was able to stop just before he got to that line. Mm. Mitchell picks up four. It'll be third and six for the Blue Streaks. Third and six, Seager. Put the ball down at the Yellow Jacket 37-yard line. Massey again, the quarterback. In the shotgun, he takes it. He wants to throw. The right-hander deals a little slant across the middle. The pass is going to be complete for a Sebring first down. That's, uh, you saw that a while ago, Andy. That was wide open again mm-hmm. as he just throws it right in between the linebacker and the safety coming up. Yeah, you see it, and you see Sebring doing some of Bartos tactics here. You just hurry up offense. Up-tempo, two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Now Massey will look to the sideline for the play call. First and 10, Sebring at the Yellow Jacket. 26-yard line. This is Sebring's opening possession of the ball game. Here's the snap. Hand off to Mitchell. Mitchell hits that line. Plows forward. He gets a couple. It'll be second down and about eight. Yeah, we're, uh, we'll have to see. Uh, it looks like uh, they they brought uh, Jihad Brown up to play the, uh, Stanley's linebacker spot, and that's not a bad idea. Uh, Brown is a is a pretty good hitter. He's just got to he's just got to know to come forward. Going to give him they're going to give him quite a bit. It's going to be second and six for Sebring. Here's the snap, and again up the middle goes the running back, and this time it's a Kearney, Travis Kearney, the ball carrier. Mike, he's going to be a little short. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, but you saw Sebring doing exactly what we talked about there, just running up behind those big guys. I mean, you look at number 77 here on the line, and he just ran right up his back. Third and one for the Blue Streaks. Coach mentioned it in his pregame comments that they like to run the ball. They're, they're a big lineman. Third and one now for Sebring. But one man in motion. They're going to fake it to him, and they're going to give it in the backfield. It's caught. Davis has him in the backfield for a loss. Yeah, Davis was being held. I mean, you saw his arm fly up in the air as he reached for the running back and still able to get a hand on him and drag him down. Uh, Clark comes in and helps out as well. And our old buddy, Coach Peavy, chiming in. Uh, he says, Andy does a great job. <laughs> you won't get any more mentions. <laughs> I got to. So they lose a couple. It's fourth and three. Fourth and three here. And they leave the offense on the field, does Sebring. And here's the snap. Massey gets it, throws it. In. It's going to be completed. A little slant. They're going to get a first down out of that. Yeah. It's a first down. Oh, I tell you what. There were, there were three jackets around him, Mike, and he just stuck it right on the numbers. Yeah, there was three jackets there and two. There was two streaks there, too. They were standing in the same area. First and ten for Sebring. Right about the Yellow Jacket 12-yard line. Massey again in the shotgun, put one man in motion. This time they'll give it to him on a jet sweep. He turns the corner, and that is going to be number two. He dives for the end zone, does Collimore, and he's in. Touchdown, Sebring. Yeah. Uh, He just got to the edge and was able to cut it upfield. They had a good block on uh, Davis, 
and um, he was able to get around that edge and and make the tack or make make it in the end zone. A 12-yard touchdown run now on to attempt the extra point for Sebring. He wears number 40. Salvador, the kick is up, and it is good. Uh, bounced back over. Bounced on the fence and just came right back through the uprights. <laughs> Boy, he ought to get something for that. Something extra. Bet he couldn't do that. Yeah, he tried take 50 times. 7.24 left here in the first quarter. Sebring 7, Bartow nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull to Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Here's the kickoff. It's a low line drive kick. Takes a couple of bounces, and then Thomas, or rather Taylor, rather, will pick it up at the at the one-yard line. Oh, yeah, he brings it back to the 10. I think he was afraid that the that the the coverage was going to be on top of him. He had his back to the coverage, and uh, one more roll, and it's in the end zone. And uh, so we're going to start with bad field position this time. Right about the 13-yard line is where they're going to put it down. Jeff, we got a friend of ours listening. He just sent me a text, uh, Jay and Nicole Lavasser. Yes. They're, they're listening to Yellow Jacket football tonight. We appreciate them so much for tuning us in. I know those folks as well. Yes, sir. All righty, K.J. Valentine in the ballgame tonight for the Yellow Jackets. Where's number 15, the senior starting quarterback? Here's the snap, and they will keep it. Valentine on a run, a little option. Fake the jet sweep. Bruce got a couple. Uh, I think he barely got back in the line of scrimmage. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, maybe a yard, maybe. Um. And I understand what what they're trying to do. Again, they're 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 really trying to run the football. And um, you're going to have to we're going to have to put some beef in there. Maybe put a fullback in to lead to open up a hole. We know if we can get to the second level, we can create some havoc. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine again in the shotgun. Here's the snap. And this time he will hand it off. It looks like Galva trying to turn the corner over there. And this time he might get one or... Yeah, he may. he's going to pick up maybe a yard, a yard and a half there. That's going to be about it. We'll call it third and eight now for the Yellow Jackets. Now Johnson will go back in the game. Valentine checks out. Blake Johnson, number 18, back in at quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. I would like to see them roll him out and give him a couple of layers to throw to Mike, uh, give him a deep middle and a, and a little flat route to throw to, put him in that run-pass option. Exactly. You see Bartow with three wide receivers on, on this side. Sebring showing some pressure. They do roll him out to his right. He's under pursuit, throws it downfield. The pass is going to be complete. Oh. Jason Williams with a big grab at the 30-yard line. What a great throw by uh, Johnson on the run. 
He's got a really big arm, and he put it right on the numbers. And he had, Williams is much bigger than we give him credit for. He that? had three defenders around him when he caught that ball. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the 30-yard line. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break, and we'll take it along with them. Sebring 7, Bartow nothing. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford, and the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. First and 10 for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at their own 30-yard line. Here's the snap, handoff, and they're going to get a couple out of this play as they hand it off. It looks like this is going to be to... 25. Himes. Haven't called his name in a couple weeks. No. Second and eight now for Bartow. 521 left here in the opening quarter. 7-0 Sebring. Johnson again now in the shotgun. Three wide receivers on the far side of the field, and here comes the whistles. We'll stop this play. I think they're going to. Yeah, motion call. Flag on the far side of the field over there. They're going to get Sebring. Nope. Illegal procedure against Bartow. So that'll move Bartow back five yards, make it second down and about 13. Yeah, they were trying They were trying to run that little bubble screen to the left side, and um, they had the receivers out in front. Maybe one of them wiggled a little bit, Mike. I didn't see anything. Yeah, I, I didn't either, guys. You normally have that best advantage second down and 13 now for Bartow you can Sebring showing some pressure here's the handoff a nice cut back up the middle and Himes with a nice run across the 30 to 31 yeah he gets the penalty yardage back and gives us a third and a chance third and nine for Bartow from their own 31 yard line Taylor lined up on a, as a receiver on the near side of the field. You got Thomas and Butler on the far side. Jason Williams lined up, big number 11, lined up in that little slot position. Sebring playing two deep safeties, so they probably got a man under right now. Johnson will take the snap in the shotgun, looks to throw, and he's got Taylor down the field. It's going to be, oh, oh, man. At the last second, the Sebring player stuck his hand up in. Oh, my gosh, that had six written all over yeah, it. Yeah, what a beautiful job by by the corner as just at the last second. I'm, I, t- Taylor was, like you said, he was waiting on the ball and maybe maybe a half yard under thrown where he had to, you know, slow down a half a step. But uh, beautiful throw, just a great coverage. Sometimes you just got to give credit where credit is due. Yeah, that, that was strictly a defensive play there. I mean, you couldn't ask for a better thrown ball on that one, and just the defender was just there at the right time and got that hand out because, I mean, you know, maybe a half a yard under thrown, but, you know, it wasn't overthrown. So, I mean, what a, what a nice touch. 
He had his eye on the ball, and when it got there, he just, nope, not tonight. How's it still third down? They should, that incomplete pass should be fourth. Yeah. I think the referees are now gathered to talk about the timeout has been taken on the field. The staff at Lawrence Plumbing, they extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets on their 2023 football campaign. Lawrence Plumbing has been serving Polk County for over 50 years. They handle both residential and commercial jobs, everything from a plug drain to a complete installation. Lawrence Plumbing of Bartow. They do the dirty work. They sure do. And it is fourth down. And it is fourth down. They figured it out. Speaking of dirty. Fourth and nine. Lake Wales already in front, 21-0 over Liberty. Look at the, look at this, look at this. I know. She was an upside down in a full split, standing on a guy's hand. That's incredible. Well worth, worth the price of admission just to watch the World Coach Championship. Yeah. Incredible. So now it's fourth down, fourth and nine. Bartow will draw back in punt formation. K.J. Valentine hoping to get a better punt than he did last time. A little he high. He's got it. Oh, my goodness. This is actually going to be worse. It's going to hit the cheerleaders. Oh, nice catch by the cheerleader. Saves the girls. Good job, bud. we got to figure this punting situation we out. We sure do. I mean, I, I'd rather put uh, Mullis. Mullis back there. If I mean, that or he needs to – yeah, we got to figure this one out because this is two that he's only – I mean, maybe netted – what was that, 15 yards on that one maybe? 10 or 15, yeah. And, and our cheerleader is shocked that he caught the football. I don't believe it. He, he had it the whole way. He never backed down, and he saved uh, probably three or four – and he guys got, and girls from maybe getting popped with the football. And he, and he got a high five from Coach Jolliffe. Yeah, and he gets the, he gets a cheerleader of the game. First and ten for the Sebring Blue Streaks again at the Yellow Jacket forty-one yard line. Here's the snap. Massey drops back, throws across the middle, the and it's intercepted. Bartow's got it at the twenty-yard line. That's number seven. That is nice. Jadon Williams. Yeah, Williams had it, had it reading the quarterback the whole way, Mike, as, as he's playing in that safety spot, and, and he just cuts right in the route and uh, undercuts the receiver. Ball comes to him like a, like a loaf of bread. You know, and I think he's been watching that, the, the, these couple of offensive procedures that uh, Sebring's had. I think he's been looking at that, you know, for the last two downs, and uh, he was just waiting for that opportunity. So the Yellow Jacket defense with the first uh, takeaway uh, tonight, an interception. First and 10, the Yellow Jackets from their own 23-yard line. Blake Johnson, quarterback. Two receivers to the left of the formation. Taylor, a single receiver on the near side. Here's the snap to Johnson. He fakes the handoff, throws it, pass complete. Thomas, Thomas on the far side of the field. Oh, and he was, he's got a first down across the 35, but a toe tackle. And he, yeah, it, it really was. And and Corey Butler with a great block on the outside there, Mike. I mean, he, he, he pushed it and almost broke that wide open for him. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, first and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 37-yard line. Handoff again. This time it's number 23. That's Glover. And he's got nine. Yeah, speed it up. Let's speed it up, boy. Glover with a nine-yard pickup on first down, second and one. Sometimes you got to throw the football to set up the pass, to set up the run. Here's the snap. And, again, it's going to be Glover up the middle. He's got the first down as he crosses the 48. Then he's pushed backwards. Forward progress, though, gives him a first down. Yeah, yeah right at the 50. 
First and ten, Yellow Jackets, the ball resting right up against the 50-yard line. And 3-11 left here in the first quarter. Sebring in front, seven to nothing. Building some momentum here. Quarterback is Blake Johnson. He's the transfer, been with the team now for about two and a half weeks from Victory Christian. Where's number 18? He's a big junior. Here's the snap. Johnson in the pocket, throws, slant. Butler's got it at the 40-yard line. Corey Butler with another yellow jacket, first down. Beautiful. That that time, uh, Thomas just runs down the field on, on a fly route from the slot position, and that allows Butler to run that slant right behind him. The corner can't break off to get to him, and it's too too far for the safety to get there. Just a great call uh, by uh, Eden on that. They were trying to rip that ball loose, too. Yellow Jackets now first and 10 from the Sebring 37-yard line. Here's the snap. Handoff, and it's going to be Glover again. Glover with some nice moves, and Glover rips off another six- or seven-yard gain. Yeah, and, and what has happened, guys, is now the, the linebackers who are supposed to be playing the run, they have to respect the pass, and it's that half a step that'll, that is the combination between winning and losing. Timeout, Sebring. Sebring needed a break. I think they were yeah. a little confused on defense, so they called a timeout. We'll take it along with them. 2-10 left here in the first quarter. Sebring 7, Bartow nothing, but the Yellow Jackets are driving. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Blackwelder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Blackwelder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Second and four for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at the uh, Sebring 31-yard line. And it looks like uh, Johnson's going to get Sebring to hop off sides. Yeah, uh, I think that's Johnson's first uh, off sides that he's gotten. And now uh, Eden's going to walk him. Nope. They're waiting for that. There's a question down. about the drone. The referee pointed up to the drone. I think he's got to get the drone higher. Higher. Guys. They wanted to yes. go higher. It's a little too low. Well, All right. the way our punts are going it wouldn't hurt where it's at in the middle of the field first and 10 for the yellow jackets at the sebring 26 yard line johnson in the shotgun he's got two receivers on the left side of the formation taylor on the near side handoff oh this time sebring's ready for it in the backfield he's thrown for a loss yeah that that time uh you've you really want to that that was a a bad read on his part. I don't, I don't know if it's a straight handoff or if that was a read option. If that's a read option, he's got to pull that right now because that defensive end was coming downhill right on that uh, running back, Mike. Yeah, he had nowhere to go on that. That, uh, that whole defensive front was just already there before he ever got to the line of scrimmage. And that's a read. You read that defensive end, and if he crashes down, you're pulling that ball every time. 
Third and 14, or excuse me, second and 14. Here's a handoff again. This is Glover again. He tippy-toes the line, turns the corner a little bit, and runs into a lot of folks, but he does pick up about three or four. It'll, It'll be, be third down and 10. Yeah. Well, actually going third and 12, okay. This is this is a situation where it's two-down territory here. It's four-down territory, I should say. You, you know, it's... So this isn't something that you got to panic. you got to try to get everything back right here. Just get a good chunk. I don't know the way Valentine's kicking that ball. He could pin him on about the two-yard line. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. That's just mean, Andy. Blake Johnson, the quarterback. Third and 12 for Bartow. At the Sebring 27-yard line. He wants to throw. He's got a man in right, but that's big Jason Williams. And he falls forward across the 25 to the 22. Yeah, he actually got knocked forward, and he got hit right in the ribs, guys. Right in the ribs. He's a little slow to get up. Yeah, it could have been a little bit on the hip or what have you, but uh, the way he was stretching out uh, to go forward, they pushed him forward about three yards with the hit. They're going to go for the three. They're going to try a field goal. So uh, Mullis, Kaysan Mullis, will put the tee down at the 30-yard line. So a 40-yard field goal attempt. He's more than capable. Kicking it toward Broadway. Oh, now we got flags on the play. This is going to be offsides against, offsides against Sebring. Now it's going to – it was fourth and about seven. So now it's going to be fourth and about two or three. Change your mind, Bruce? I don't know. Listen, you got KJ I give back. this I give this kid the opportunity to put some points on the scoreboard. And Bartow didn't even have enough men on the field. They didn't. So now KJ Valentine will set the tee down or the holding at the twenty six yard line. So a thirty six yard. Totally doesn't and another that. flag on the play. This is going to be delay of game against Bartow. Or do they call a timeout? Oh, end of the quarter. <laughs> we were so transfixed on the uh, – Yeah. We didn't see it. Okay, so no flag. We'll be back to start the second quarter with a 36-yard field goal attempt from Bartow. And hopefully some better eyes on our Absolutely. Part. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Brandon Wondro of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. KellyBuickGMC.com. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. Locally owned and operated, we are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. As we start the second quarter, it is fourth and three. The Yellow Jackets will put the offense back on the field. Valentine looks like they're trying to draw him off sides. It's not going to work. And we got another whistle. That's a flag sitting right uh, at Butler's feet. Yep. They are honoring the uh, the champion cheerleaders here at halftime. Uh, at the end of the quarter. At the end of the quarter, rather. Thank you, Bruce. And they, they try to put Coach Jolliffe up on the shoulders of all the jacket cheerleaders. And they did. And they did. Yep. They did. 
she was a little nervous about it, but they look good. Yeah, she, I'm sure she hasn't been uh, slung up in the air in a few years, but uh, she's still got the ability. Absolutely. So they recognize the uh, state championship here for the cheerleading Waved squad. It no flag, although they're going to no pick flag. it up. Waved it off. All right, so it's fourth and three for Bartow. The rest got to be the longest try for a field goal I've ever seen in my life. Now they're going to decide to do a field goal, guys. Now they're going to bring the field goal unit back on the field. Okay. Well, they were kicking into the wind. Now they've got the wind at their back. You see the flags on the other side over there. Yeah. Well, it's not that bad, but it's. Well, he's just got to remember all he's got to do is try to kick an extra point because he's got more than enough leg to get it done. Sometimes these young guys, they just try to overdo it. 35-yard field goal attempt. Kason Mullis, plenty of leg, sails it right on through over the big jacket in the west end zone or the, the east end zone. That was good for 45. Yeah, I was just going to say he had a nice breeze behind his back, so he had the leg on that one with no problem at all. 35-yard field goal just from Mullis. And Barto is on the board now, trailing seven to three. Since 1966, the Barto Church Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission to help Barto families get out of crisis by shopping in our downtown thrift store on East Summerlin in downtown Barto. Help us be epic. Lake Wales in front of Liberty, 21 to nothing. I am shocked. Fort Meade in front of Tenerock, 21 to nothing. Haines City in front of Jenkins, 6 to 3. <laughs> Lakeland in front of Clearwater Academy, 13 to 3. Calvary Christian, 21. Lakeland Christian, nothing. What in the world? What I don't in know. the world? And John Carroll, the school from Fort Pierce, up to play Victory Christian. John Carroll in front, 6-3 to three over the storm right now. My word. Sorry, Coach Peavy, nothing from Mulberry just yet. They got lost. Coach Peavy's talking about Mr. Ed. Here's the He's kickoff by Mullis. Goes principal. down to the two-yard line, and they're going to return it across the 10, 15. Slips at the 20, still on his feet. Runs into his own man. Finally going to be brought down at the 27-yard line. Yeah, they're kind of holding the flags, uh, guys. Uh, there was a couple of situations there where something could have been called. I'm not going to gripe if they'll do it for, with both sides. Let them play a little bit. Yeah, I'm sure you were talking about the block in the back down here on, uh, yes, on this I side was. right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, but I'm, it, it wasn't a – I mean, it was – he he did check up, I mean, some. Um, so, I mean, glad to, like you said, glad yeah. to see him let, let him play through it. 11.45 left here in the first half. Sebring in front, 7-3 to three over Bartow. Sebring with the ball, first and 10 from their own 26-yard line. Here's the snap, handoff. Oh. And the running back, Mitchell, stands up the Yellow Jackets at the 30, but that's as far as he's going to go. And I'm not going to say they weren't offsides, guys, on that play because the uh, this end, the tight end on this side, he was a little quick on the snap. I think Clark is wearing 19 tonight, and Clark was coming on a blitz, and Clark had him in the backfield and stumbled and went down. It's going to be second and six for Sebring from their own 31-yard line. Handoff again. Mitchell missed. He met at the line of scrimmage, but he plows forward into the 35, 
It's going to be third and about three. Yeah. I mean, number 77, he goes, what, uh, 340, Mike? All day long. And uh, he's not a bad athlete. And uh, he's playing guard. I said he's playing guard. So um, the tackle beside him goes 250. Third down, third and two for Sebring. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a handoff, and Davis Davis caught the running back in the backfield. He's going to lose a cup. It'll be fourth down. But they were moving way before the snap. Davis with a wonderful job right there. Sebring, they may be, they may try and go for this, but I sure wouldn't if I was them. Fourth down, that's going to put Sebring in punt formation. Uh, They got a good spot. One thing you do right here is you play defense. Yeah, I would I would keep Davis out on the field. I would play defense right here. Murray and Galva back deep to receive the kick from Salvador. Fourth and two for the Blue Shrieks. Here's the snap. And Salvador will kick it away. Low line drive kick, not bounce. very deep. Takes a big Bartow bounce and they'll trickle it down to about the thirty seven yard line. Neither side's doing very good putting tonight. No, um, I, I agree, Andy, and and that was a big guy. I mean, that, he was like a linebacker or something. But you know, Craig, my my buddy Craig Allen, he he did he did all the punting. He played tight end. He played linebacker. He returned kicks. He he did everything. So uh, he played a little baseball very good too, didn't he? Yeah, he was pretty good at that as well. But. Uh, Football was certainly his sport. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 37-yard line. Johnson, the quarterback. Here we go. He wants to throw. Under a lot of pressure, he's going to be sacked all the way back at the 25-yard line. Lose 10 on the play. Lose more than 10, about 12. Yeah, they had a blitz coming that time, and, and Johnson... Went back in the pocket and then went to take off. If he'd have rolled out right away, he'd have been fine. But uh, he never felt the pressure coming behind him. So it'll be second and 12 for the Yellow Jackets. Second about 20. About 20, thank you. Two receivers, maybe three receivers on the far side of the formation. Here's the snap. Now Johnson will roll. Cuts it back. A little screen up the middle. Gets it to Jason Williams. He breaks one tackle. He breaks another one across the 30 to the 31. Yeah, they didn't get a whole lot out of it, but a, a good throw and catch. And then Williams, he's, he is just so much he's, he's so much bigger than, than what you think he is. And he is so powerful. It's going to be third down and about 17 here for the Yellow Jackets. Excuse me. At their own 32 yard line. Johnson in the shotgun. Again, three receivers now on the far side of the field. Sebring showing some pressure. They're bringing it. Here's the throw, and it's going to be caught. Taylor's got it at the 41. Yeah, they're going to be well short of a first down, but still a good, good little pitch and catch. Yeah, they got all the penalty, they got all the sack yards back. Taylor reception of the 41. It'll be fourth down, fourth and about seven. And here comes Mullis. I don't think he's trying a field goal from here. 
Oh, somebody else to handle the punting duties. Yeah, give him a shot. But the, the one thing I got to say, a, a nice snap would be okay. Uh, it would be nice to get a nice snap. I mean, he's been doing it all year. Let's get a good snap here, bro. I was worried about that on the field goal. Kaysan Mullis ready to uh, punt it away. A little high. He's got it. Here's the kick. And they almost got it, but Mullis with an excellent kick. It'll wow. go out of bounds. Let's see where they officially mark it. And they're going to put it down at the 33-yard line of Sebring. That was a good kick. Yeah, it would have been better if, if it would have gone straight down the field. But, um, you know, uh, we got a little distance out of that. We like to talk about all sports here. I guess they're not having much fun. Uh, the, the Astros and the Rangers aren't having much fun tonight in game number five of the uh, baseball series going on. Apparently there's some bench-clearing brawl oh, and multiple, multiple ejections there in game five between the, uh, the Texas neighbors, the Rangers, and the Astros. Lake Wales now in front, 28 to nothing over Liberty. Haines City leads Jenkins, 14 to three. Dr. Ed Vetter, former principal mm-hmm. of Bartow, is listening tonight. I thought, uh, sorry about that, uh, doctor. I thought uh, Coach Peavy was making a joke. That's why I said Mr. Ed. I was talking about the horse, so I apologize. First and 10 for Sebring, and another running play. They tried jet sweep, and it doesn't fool the Jackets. Big number 19, that's Clark. He tackles him for a loss. Second and second and 13. Seven oh three left here in the first half. Sebring seven and Bartow three. KJ Massey is the quarterback for Sebring. He's in the shotgun on this second and thirteen play. Jacket showing some pressure. Uh, see they see if they back out of it here. Nope, they're coming. Williams on the edge, number seven. Jadon Williams. And they're going to run the ball. I got him. This is going to be Welch, and he's caught. No gain on the play. Third and 12. Davis was in there. Uh, Clark again. And it uh, looked like Galva got him a little bit, too. It's like the jacket defense kind of finding their groove from uh, earlier games this year. Yeah, I mean, they, they got punched in the mouth early, but uh, that that little drive we had with some points uh, put some fire back in them. Third and 13 for Sebring. Handoff again, Welsh. Welsh again, hit the line of scrimmage, and he's tossed backwards. No gain on the play. I tell you what, Davis is, is incredible. Davis comes from the far side of the field, runs him down from the defensive end spot, runs him down, Gets a body on him, and then two or three other jackets just come and mop the field with him. That was Ladarius Davis. He wears number nine, and he's been the standout on defense so far. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. 5.35 to play in the first half. It is Sebring 7, Bartow 3. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at palletone.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. 
Hey, it's the Cricket Budgie Pulitt here, and we are proud to be sponsors of Yellow Jacket Broadcasting here at WBF. If you're looking for any kind of good used parts, give us a call here at 863-533-0568. That is 863-533-0568. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Fourth and 13, here's the punt by Sebring. And it's going to hit a Sebring player at the 46-yard line and be down right there. That was a better kick for Sebring as well. But Bartow with good field position. First and 10 for the Jackets. Spotted down at the 40. Call it a fish at the 45. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. We see our buddy, the voice of Yellow Jacket basketball, Mr. John Bodie in the house. Yeah, him and uh, your partner. My partner, Denise. And I, I don't see Greg and Kelly. Uh, don't know why they're, they're always here, but I uh, want to say hello to them. Maybe they're uh, on vacation or something. And we see the, Mr. Bodie is here as well. Oh, yeah. First and ten. Here's the handoff, and it's going to be Glover. Glover turns his back, tries to plow forward. He gets one yard. Tough earned there. At the end of the first quarter, Fort Meade 28, Tenorock nothing. Nice. Answers the question, is Fort Meade looking past Tenorock to Frostproof? No, they're not. Second and nine for the Yellow Jackets. Two receivers left, two receivers on the right. Quarterback is number 18, that's Blake Johnson. I couldn't keep up with all those signals. Here's the snap, and they're going to fake it, and Johnson, now he wanted to throw, now he's going to run, and he's going to pick up a yard. Yeah. You can see there's great coverage downfield. Uh, Everybody was covered, and uh, he's just got a split second back there in that pocket and he's able to get uh, you know positive gain makes it uh, third and uh, short eight along seven third and third and eight here for the yellow jackets from their own 47 yard line here's the snap Johnson rolls out to the near side there's a flag on the play the pass falls incomplete yeah that that time uh, the running back uh, just just caught the blitzer coming um yeah, I don't a, know who 23 is tonight. 23 would be Glover. Glover. Glover just grabbed him and and slung him to the ground. And that it's a, I would think they would decline this. And they will indeed. It'll be fourth down. And that'll put Bartow in a punting situation. And, and, and I don't blame Glover for that. He was protecting his quarterback. The quarterback was going to get creamed. And uh, I, I, I can't put a lot of blame on him for that. So that's going to put Mullis back in punt formation. Into a, well, he got a little bit of breeze at his back. Mitchell will drop back deep to receive for Sebring. Here's the snap. snap. And the kick. Off of his foot. It'll be a nice high kick. Stays in bounds and out of bounds inside the 25 to the 22. Yeah, he caught that uh, right in between the toe and his shin type thing, and the ball went straight up in the air. But 
even with that, with his leg, he was able to get uh, 25, 30 yards out of that. So we'll take it. And take a little Barto bounce on the way out, too. 3.47 left here in the first half. It is Sebring 7, Barto 3. And you see Danny Smith, who I will never uh, miss again, uh, talking to him about that down there. I know Danny if I saw him now. Yeah. <laughs> you never forget a face. No. Remember when he came up to Auburndale? Yeah. He's like, who are you? who's Bruce Evans? What, which one, like, which one you That's Bruce? me. He said, I'm Danny Smith. I said, oh. He said, you said you'd never know me if you saw me. I said, well, I don't, and now I do. Now you do. Here's the snap on the first down. Handoff, and he's going to be caught in the backfield. Boy, the Yellow Jackets with excellent penetration. Yeah. And, and the way the way you get around uh, these big hogs is you beat them with speed and you start blowing gaps. Uh, you you call a lot of times you'll do a slant uh, where everybody blows the gap to the to the right. You go left or right, and uh, boy, if you call it right, you look like a genius every time. Going to lose two, make it second and twelve here for Sebring from their own twenty yard line. Massey, the quarterback, in the shotgun. He takes it. He's going to turn and give it to the first man through. And that is going to be, um, looks like Mitchell again on the ball carrier. Yeah, Clark uh, coming, on a, coming on a blitz. He catches him, and then Davis uh, wraps him up, and they both take him to the ground. My buddy, uh, uh, <laughs> our buddy Garth Washington, he's, he said he would never forget me. Uh, I, I appreciate that, Garth, and, and uh, I feel the same way. <laughs> Third and ten for the Blue Streaks from their own 21-yard line. Massey, the quarterback, calls for the ball in the shotgun. He wants to throw. The right-hander slings it downfield, and it's going to be incomplete, almost oh. intercepted on the deflection. Yeah, Hampton, you can see where the turf is tore up, where Hampton's made the, he planted and tried to cut and was going to make that pick and uh, just didn't bounce quite high enough up in the air for him to get underneath it. So another three and out for the Sebring Blue Streaks, the Yellow Jacket defense. Other than that opening drive, they've standed tall. Well, this defensive line looks like the defensive line uh, that we've been used to. Yeah, I was just fixing to say, it looks like this defense has finally put it back together and got something going here. And, And boy, when they do, it just frees those linebackers up to come and wreak some havoc, guys. Salvador in punting formation. Here's the kick. And it kind of gets hung up in that wind. Should go backwards. Yeah. And it did. Sebring is saying that Bartow touched it. Nobody. Oh, my gosh. And they, they are giving it. it to Sebring. They're saying it touched a Bartow player. Huh. I, I saw him try to dodge it. I didn't. I didn't. I, you know, we're at no angle to be able to see that. I was worried about that when I saw him trying to dodge it. And now the white hat is talking. They're still discussing, and they're at first down for Sebring. So a Yellow Jacket player apparently touched it. The ball was recovered by Sebring. It's at the 45-yard line of Sebring. Well, we didn't need any type of momentum change like that. We don't. We didn't need to allow them to breathe at all. Two oh nine left here in the first half. Now you got to watch them going up top here. 
Massey, the quarterback. And there's flags on the play. Offside. This is going to be offsides against Bartow? Yep. Yep. Dead ball, offsides, yellow. Oh. oh. He pointed towards Sebring, and yep. they're backing up. Oh, Sebring. Oh. And the penalty will go against. So it'll be first and 15, moving the ball to the 40-yard line for the Blue Streaks. Well, normally the receiver will come up to the line of scrimmage and he'll point to the referee, the side judge, and the side judge will say, no, get back, get back, you're good, you're good. But maybe he just stepped over the line. Massey in the shotgun. Here's the snap. He's going to turn, give it to the first running back through, a little running back this time, number 20. His knee went down. He's tried to continue the run, but his knee was marked down. Yeah, yeah. If, he, if they spot that way up there where they're marking uh, that at, he should have been down back here about the 40. Back. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Bruce was the one that got hold of him, and Bruce was upset with himself because he let him let him go, but he did get him get one knee to the ground. Unfortunately, they saw it. It'll be second down and 15, maybe 14 and a half for Sebring. 132 to play in the first half. Sebring in front, 7 to 3. Massey, the quarterback, put one man in motion, and they're going to hand it off uh, to the running back up the middle. Ooh, and he took a wallop. That was Mitchell. Yeah, I got to believe that was Brown that came up and made that tackle. I guess number 14, Job Brown. I, I know how he tackles. He goes low, buddy, and he's cut his legs right out from underneath him. And he'll do it full speed. They're going to mark him down at about the 48-yard line, make it third down, third and about seven. 50 seconds left here in the first half. And that's where these linebackers, they have, to, they, have to, they have to hold that inside contain. And I would even come with a blitz here. Here's the snap, handoff again to Mitchell. Mitchell again wrapped up and spun down at midfield. Right, that It'll be fourth again. down. It'll be fourth down. Does Bartow want to spend a timeout and get the ball back? Uh, no. Clock runs at 25 seconds and counting. Sort of. Sebring does not have to snap the ball. No, and, and I think we've, got, we've still got the momentum. I think we go in, we're down 7-3. Uh, we take that. And that will be the final play of the first half. There's that stupid clock again. Entertaining, entertaining and exciting. Sebring in front, 7-3. to three. And, Mike, I don't know if Coach Tyler's going to walk your way or not. And that's going to bring He's coming right at you, Mike. See if you can. He mentioned it at, during the thing that he would want to talk with us real quick if you get his eye. He's coming. I got him. Great, sir. Coach, we're, we're going into halftime down by four. So, I mean, where do we look and what are we looking to change here come the second half? Well, hey, you know, we missed two big touchdown passes early. Um, we've got a guy wide open. we got to convert it, right? I mean, that's what it comes down to. we got to hit it when we got it, and, and we know that. And so we'll make the adjustments and fix it. And, hey, we're, we're one big – we are one big pass play away from, from taking the lead here. So we're good. Excellent. Gotcha. Thanks a lot, Coach. Let's go to the locker room and let's get this thing squared up. There you go. Thank you, Coach Eaton. Thank you, Mike, on the sideline there with that. Uh, yeah, just one play away. Yeah, and, and uh, we've seen that. And uh, we've, we've seen um, Blake Johnson make some really good throws tonight. And uh, he 
he uh, had the one big overthrow early, but uh, you know that that was a touchdown that uh, that Eden was talking about, and and uh, you make the adjustments. But I tell you what, it it feels like the defense is back, and that's the important part. I mean, Sebring they hit us in the mouth. They went down the field. They scored. We can we can fold right there. You know, game over, season over. Hey, we did great. Six and four. You know, we'll end up whatever. But uh, no, they didn't. Uh, they they got a big uh, stop, and that kind of livened them back up. And since then, the defense has been lights out. And uh, when you do that, good things are going to happen. Uh, and and the offense so will uh, will get it done in the second half. Absolutely. Somebody pulled the plug on our entrance there. Deflated the jacket there in the end zone. That, he needs to come back up. I think they normally do that uh, as soon as they run through. I think they're just a little late doing it. Well, we're at halftime here. Sebring in front, 7-3. to three. Stand by. The uh, SEC football report is coming up next. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. For over 50 years, Keith Spray Service has been serving Polk County with specialized treatment of delicate ornamentals, including rose bushes. Want to learn more about the treatments of ornamentals as well as expert lawn care? Call Keith Spray Service. We are at halftime of Yellow Jacket Football. Sebring in front of Bartow, 7-3. to three. Happy to be joined in the booth here before we get the third quarter started. The voice of Yellow Jacket Basketball, Mr. John Bodie in the house. How are Hello, you? Hello, hey. Good Good evening. It's a, it's a nice football Friday night. And we got a special guest on the sideline for I, you. I see that down there. You think hey, everybody. See? That's Coach Terrence McGriff, ladies and gentlemen. Got a heck of a football game. I hope you tuned in. We got off to a little bit of a slow start. We dropped a touchdown pass. It had been a beauty, about 60-yarder. But got back in it, drove it, and got a field goal. Defense has bowled up 7-3. The Yellow Jackets are are kicking first. It's a beautiful night, crisp, about 70 degrees. Great football night. Coach, um, I told you, Denise told you she'd get you on here on the radio tonight. You didn't want to, but I slipped up here in the booth, and I see Mike commandeers you down there. He did. He, he wrangled me in. Yes. He, I said, he, what is this? So I, I just want to make sure, you know, a couple of these guys, these basketball guys playing touch, football. Touchback, by the way. So we kicked it in the end zone. I, I don't want you guys to miss anything. Sebring uh, got the ball <laughs> on the 20. Go ahead. No, I just want to make sure none of your basketball guys get hurt out here. Not worried about getting hurt. They they, they kids, they'll be okay. Number 10 is looking at me. Uh, Corey Butler, Wives, he was wondering, what's this guy doing instead of focusing on the football game? And then Jay Sean's had two or three catches, uh, and so they both are doing good. And then we had a quarterback change, so the third guy, he's on the bench, probably where he should be. He's got to pick it up. So we're doing good. Everybody's good. Not have a defensive stop here. Coach, give us a little snippet uh, while we got a break here just for a minute of uh, the upcoming season. We've got eight returning seniors. That's pretty good. But we were we were pretty bad by our standards. As a first down and ten, uh, Yellow Jacket fans on the 20-yard line, Seabrook's got the ball. 
and it's a, a toss pitch to the right side, no game. So it'll be second and ten. Uh, we uh, that a flag we, on the field? That was something pink. So I think it was. It may have been. Oh, you. Coach, Number I think you got. I think you got a new job. I think we're going. You're going to take Jeff's play-by-play job up. My here. second career. If I hey, yes. if we have another 14 and 13 season, I'm going to fire myself. <laughs> and then now I'm just chop blocking. So it's chop blocking by Sebring. Uh, Coach uh, Eden's decided we're going to accept it, and he's pointing for him to move him back. So I'm not sure because I'm not a football guy, but I believe that's ten yards. That's a big penalty, I believe. I'm not sure. Jeff, help me out. Is that it's ten yards? Yeah, yep. you got it. So it'll be first and twenty. Now we like this. I I actually like it. Our defense is a strong suit, and they they make stuff happen. So we accepted the penalty. It'll be first and twenty. Sebring now from the ten. Jeff, I yeah, think yeah, Coach, you're yeah. fixing to be replaced. I am. I know. So I know. anyway, we we've got eight seniors coming back and and we were not good last year by our standards for, for various reasons we were hurt half the year we were immature half the year we just couldn't put it together uh we missed the playoffs for the first time in 11 years and sometimes that happens wow. but we'll come back we're excited we uh we're tougher we're more physical we're more together and we're ready for an exciting season first and and 20 here to uh sebring heights the ball handoff to the running back up the off, off tackle to the right and he got about it looks like I don't think he got two yards, so it'll be second and 18 for Sebring. Hey, Coach, ever since that opening drive for the Sebring Blue Streaks, the Bartow defense has stepped up and really shut them down. Yeah, yeah we had a, we've played really well all season. I've been to most of the games, and except for last week, I did not think we played well last week, but we played well. Even against Lakeland, we lost that game, but the defense was terrific. So that first that first drive was not indicative of who we were. A little a little screen pass, a little RPO screen pass by Sebring and we snuffed it out number 3. That's on Tavares Murray. Looks like it's about a ooh, it's about a, a four-yard loss. So it's going to be third down and 24 at the 6 for Sebring. They're going in the right direction for the Yellow Jackets backwards. Coach, I like the RPO terminology, too. I mean, they tried to get me to coach football, and then somebody says, well, Coach, do you know football? And so then I start using all these terms, and they say, well, he does know football. Are you going to coach it? I said, no, somebody's got to coach the basketball team, and I don't have time to do both. I got two daughters. But, yeah, so third and 24 here, and we'll get back to basketball. Let's see here. Third and 24. Okay, uh, up, oh, no, man. Make a tackle. And off he made a middle. tackle. It was a little off tackle to the left. He got about, oh, he got all the way back to about fourth and seven. But they're going to have to punt it. We're right here at about the 24-yard line, so let's make it fourth and six. So they're bringing their punt unit in. We're bringing our punt return. We have not done well. Uh, we had a turnover because we got a legal touch on the punt, and we've let them bounce. So let's see if we make an adjustment here. Because we we're set up at the fifty, and this is a, this is a field possession game. So hold on, let's see can we uh, let's see can we uh, actually get up there and and receive it. Galva and Murray back to receive the punt. Coach, we like to call Murray Mr. Excitement. Oh, he has been terrific, hadn't he? All year, we almost block it. Almost blocked that, yeah. Nope, we don't catch it, and we let the thing bounce ten yards. I don't understand it. I'm a I'm a field position guy. I'm kind of an old. Bill Parcells, Bill Belichick, we're going to play field position and stuff like that. And with our defense, that's what we should be doing. But we got the ball back. Good job by the defense. So, yeah, we're excited about basketball season. We're really excited about football season. We've got some excitement going. We're 6-2. and two. We're still poised to win the district despite last week, right, because we're, we're ranked higher than the other three teams. Yes. If we win this game, that will basically seal the district championship up. And, so, and we'll have a playoff home game. We have not had one of those in my tenure, and I've been here. This is my 22nd year. So even though we're excited about basketball, we love football in Bartow, and 
the basketball program. We're here every Friday night supporting. We we want we need we need them to be good because if they're good, we're better. And off first, first down. T- yep. I'm sorry, Coach. Nope. Go ahead. You got it. I'm sorry. I'm taking your job. My bad. <laughs> You're on the other side of the field. I didn't know if you could. Himes on the carry. He gains about three or four on the play. Beat a second down and seven. Uh, I, th- I think Mike has lost the mic. Oh yeah, Mike's just. Mike's, I'll give it Mike's back gone. to him. I just I didn't want to do it, and so, but I I'm not gonna say no if you ask me. Second down, <laughs> four with the uh, reception. Um, looks like it's a pickup of maybe a couple. Yep. Be third and five. Yep. Coach, when does basketball season start? Practice starts October 30th. Tip off classic the week before Thanksgiving, November 14th and 16th. First regular season home game, November 28th. Sponsor night versus Lake Gibson, uh, versus Lake Region, November 28th. We play uh, Thanksgiving week, both of those are on the road, and we play them because people are usually with their families on Thanksgiving. So first home game, Tuesday after Thanksgiving, November 28th in the high. And that's sponsor night as well. Yep, it'll be a packed house, third and five. Receiver, if he throw it in bounds, the quarterback threw it out of bounds. So about hits you, coach. About just about to hit me. I'm getting out of the way. He threw it to number twelve, who who he threw a beautiful one to, and number twelve dropped it. So we're gonna have to punt it and keep playing field position. Yes. Well, coach, we appreciate you joining us. Always good to hear from from you on the sidelines. Whether you're doing football, basketball, whatever, we love talking to Coach McGriff. Thank you guys for what you do. I've got folks that they can't come to the games, but they listen. Uh, not just the basketball games, but more people listen to the football games, and they talk about the great job that you all do. And so we thank you for what you do for the community, and go Yellow Jackets. Thanks, Coach. And I know Jeff's appreciate you getting on, and uh, tell Mike thanks too. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thank you. Fourth down for the Yellow Jackets. Mullis on to uh, punt it away for Bartow. That man can do anything. I, Jeff, I don't, have to, tell, I don't have to tell you anything about basketball. You just heard it. Hey, here's the kick from Mullis. Oh, oh, oh they're going to say they tipped it, but they ran into Mullis. But Mullis with a nice kick. It's going to trickle out of bounds near the 31-yard line. But, boy, that was close. Bruce, you want to come do basketball with me? <laughs> you want to come do basketball with me? <laughs> Man, I thought you guys were just going to go ahead and keep Coach McGriff on it for the whole third quarter so I could actually watch a ball game. Mike, you missed it, man. He 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 was he was calling the whole deal. I, I didn't have to get McGriff on the sideline. You had him. Yeah, I heard him. I was like, man, look at him. He's just going to take everybody's job from us. We'll just be standing around holding stuff for him, you know. Well, Jeff, yes. I don't want to. I don't want to take Bruce's seat too much longer. I appreciate y'all. We're uh, we're looking forward to basketball season. You heard when it starts. So uh, November. We'll get cranked up. Absolutely. You Thank guys you, are doing a great job. Thanks for letting me pop in for a second. Absolutely. Sec. You're always welcome. Thank you, sir. Yes. Yes. Thank you, guys. First and ten for the Sebring Blue Streaks from their own 31-yard line. Here's the snap. A little screen pass set up behind line of scrimmage. Breaks one tackle, but he's going to run out of room. A flag comes on the play as well. I think they're going to get a face mask there. Yeah, I couldn't couldn't tell. But, uh, boy, I tell you what, Coach McGriff, that was incredible. Uh, I picked up some pointers. Yeah, I'm, I mean, uh, Bodie, Bodie had on the headphones, and, and Andy was listening. And Andy said, you got to listen to this. And I'm like, oh, my God, this guy, he's incredible. He's going he's, uh, he's gonna to steal somebody's job. He's got, he's got my job if he ever retires from uh, coaching. So the holding call against Sebring will back it up all the way to the 21-yard line where it's going to be – Second down and about 25. He didn't want to talk. He didn't want to. 
<laughs> that is so cool. They didn't have a whole lot to say. And, you know, he's like an icon, too, man, oh, yeah. for him oh. just to jump on and have fun. There you got, uh, there's another flag. You got two people moving in motion at the snap, and that's going to be another five yards against Sebring. And that's going to back him up again. Sebring in front, 7-3. to three. Eight minutes left here in the third quarter from Bartow Memorial Stadium as we approach 9 o'clock. 71 degrees on a gorgeous night for football. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Mike Ayers is down there on the sideline. You got Andy and Bruce. I'm Jeff. Thank you so much for joining us. Tom, back at the studio, running things. It's not first down, is it? It still is first down. Yeah, it's still first down. But it's first down, and they need to get to the 43-yard line. Because they had the hold. Yeah, that's right. And so it stays first down. Sebring with three receivers on the near side of the field. Massey calls for the ball. He's going to hand it off, and he's going nowhere. Yellow Jackets are there. Stuff the line of scrimmage. And do I have to say big number nine one more time? No, no, you don't. I mean, That's who it was. <laughs> Ladarius Davis on the tackle. Yeah, he's, he's the smallest of the four linemen, but he's not small. I mean, he's a big guy. And he can move. He, he reminds me of Dathan Davis. Yes. Here we go. Second down in forever for Sebring. Here's the snap. And it's going to be a quarterback draw. He bounces to the outside. And he's oh, still, he's still, on, still his feet. on his feet. I thought he was tackled. Now he's going to be brought down. Holy cow. That's, that's where you got to wrap up. Because I believe that was uh, Murray that went in and drilled him. But he just hit him with the shoulder. Yep. And he just bounced off him, Mike. And, and you got to wrap these guys up. And now, you know, I mean, it's still they're behind the chains. But, you know, and that was one thing we haven't really talked about this year very much because we haven't had that issue. But now we see it coming to a head again. Right you know, they're just looking for that big hit and hoping they can take somebody off their feet. But, you know, it's like you said, the fundamentals, you got to go back to wrapping them up. It'll be third down and 12 here for Sebring from their own 30-yard line. I'm bringing it. Halfway through the third quarter, still 7-3 in favor of the Blue Streaks. Here's the snap. Massey wants to throw. He's under some pressure, and the ball is tipped incomplete. They're going to call it incomplete. Boy, that was really close. Mike, you were right there. That should have been a lateral right there, guys. I mean, I, I believe that was almost like a, it was so close that that very well could have been considered a lateral. How did Coach McGriff see it? It, I think, I think, <laughs> Don't get his started again. Well, you know, it, it's funny, you guys. When I when I give Coach McGriff the headset and the mic, first thing that happened, I had several people come over and says, you have lost it now because Coach McGriff just does not know when to hush. Well, he's incredible. And you know what he did? He went into coaching mode, Mike. I was watching him. He was back and forth on his feet like he does when he's coaching basketball. Yep. When yep. he was calling the game, it was incredible. Fourth See, down. he's standing still right now. Fourth down for the Blue Streaks, uh, Salvador in punt formation. Murray back deep along with Hampton. Hampton calls for a fair catch at the 40-yard line. Great job. That time, as we as we heard McGriff say, you got to catch the punts. You can't be giving up that free yardage, and, and you just call for a fair catch. It's pretty simple, and it's a pretty good kick, but we get the ball at the 40-yard line, close to the 40-yard line, and now we, uh, we go to get them. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 40-yard line. 
Proud to be Bartow's Air Conditioning Company. It's Citrus Air Conditioning. Complete service for your home office with such great care. It must be Citrus Air. 534-1171. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Johnson, the quarterback. Blake Johnson wears number 18. Has two receivers on the near side, two receivers on the far side. Glover, the running back, standing next to him. Here's the snap, and they will give it to Glover. Glover hit at the line of scrimmage and falls forward, man, maybe back to the line of scrimmage. Yeah, and, and, and now right. Sebring is, is starting to get penetration again, so now you got to throw the football a little bit. They're, they're playing five across. They're, they're playing like a 5-5. Five, five. Well, it's a 5-4-2 now, but... Uh, it, Timeout for the mandatory water break. We'll take a break as well. 5.51 left in the third. It is Sebring 7 and Bartow 3. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondro inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. Second and nine for the Yellow Jackets at their own 41-yard line. Johnson in the shotgun. He drops straight back. Looks to throw. Trying to get uh, Thomas. There's tugging on the jersey. Yeah. There was tugging in the middle of the field. There was tugging on the outside. That time, Johnson threw a pretty good pass, but there was so much pulling. And yeah. yeah. So incomplete. It'll be third and nine for the Yellow Jackets. Boy. Mm. Yeah. Jackets with three wide receivers now on the near side of the field. Johnson again in the little pistol formation. Glover standing right behind him. Sebring showing some pressure. Here they come, and they'll throw it. They'll set up a little screen. Oh, and it's just off the fingertips of Glover. Incomplete. He had the perfect call set up. They blitzed. They brought six guys. They had the perfect play, and Johnson put it over the lineman and just a little too tall for, was that uh, Williams? That was Glover they were trying uh, to connect Glover. with. Uh, if they'd have thrown it to Williams, it would have been a touchdown probably. So that's going to put Bartu in a punting situation. Number 40, Kaysan Mullis on to punt it away for the Yellow Jackets on this fourth and nine play. Kind of been a defensive struggle here ever since the uh, opening drive by Sebring. And timeout. Oh, delay of game against Bartow. Yeah, there, there's there should have been, I think, a few more flags oh, actually, tonight. Gonna... There's been a long way, a long time in between a lot of these plays. So the march off five yards against Bartow. 
Last time Seaburn came after the football. Now Mullis ready to tick to kick here on the fourth down play. See if Sebring brings some pressure. Low snap. Mullis gets it away. Line drive kick right down the middle of the field. Takes a big Barto bounce. Scooped up at the 27-yard line by Sebring. And that is Collimore. And he runs down the sideline. Finally knocked out of bounds. Yeah, Clark knocked him about 10 yards out of bounds. There's a flag coming back here, guys. Well, we can appreciate that a little bit. Had the flag drop there about the 37-yard line. Is that post-possession? It would be a spot foul. No, I think it was on a return there. Referees are still discussing it here amongst themselves. Sebring returned the ball to about the Yellow Jacket 40-yard line. But we're still discussing it. Personal foul against Sebring. I guess it's not a spot foul. It's from the end end of the run. Uh, and he only went 10 yards. Who was it? Illegal hands to the face. Maybe that was the call. Okay. So that's going to put the ball back in Sebring territory. First and 10 for the Blue Streaks at their own 47-yard line. Yeah, Bird had to call his defense onto the field. Bird, Martin, Bruce, and Davis, the front four for the Yellow Jackets. They've kept the Blue Streaks in check. Most of the game. K.J. Massey, the quarterback. Actually, you know, we got a new quarterback in the ballgame for Sebring. It's going to be a straight quarterback draw, a little wildcat. He'll cross midfield, get to the 47-yard line. Yeah, nothing fancy about that. They're just they're just looking to move the football and try to get a first down. And uh, they've got this. Travis Kearney is the quarterback running the little wildcat here. He's a big guy, too. Says uh, 5'11", 204 in the roster. Second and five. Again, quarterback draw. He, oh, he went down right there. He breaks through the line, and he's going to get a first down across midfield. He did look like he went to the ground, though. Sure did. Yeah, he didn't. his knees didn't touch, though, guys. I mean, they were close, but he was still up. Nice to have Mike's eyes there on the, on the field. So it's a first down for Sebring. At the Yellow Jacket 40-yard line, first and 10, Sebring. Sebring is in front, 7-3. to three. Four minutes here left in the third quarter. Kearney calls for the ball, takes it, hands it off. And this is going to be uh, Mitchell again. Mitchell. Uh-oh, we got some extra. And there's a there flag comes in. Andy spotted in the, in the yep, secondary. And he needs to be flagged. I mean, he wasn't pushing... Galva down the field. He was yanking and swiping and one of the linemen gets up a little slow for Sebring. That's big number 74. Felix. Alexa Felix. Offsetting. 
I didn't see the other half of that one, guys. I didn't either. I saw the one side, all the way to the one side, but I didn't see the second half of that. So it's going to be second down and seven for the Blue Streaks. Kearney, the quarterback, he wears number six. Kearney into the ball game for Sebring. Two wide receivers to the left, two wide receivers to the right. Kearney in the shotgun. He takes the snap, and it's going to be a straight quarterback draw up the middle. He goes. Kearney with some nice moves. He's into the secondary across the 30, across the 25, and down at the 21-yard line. Another Sebring first down. Yeah, that time he got around the he got around the left side of the offensive line and was able to take it upfield. He's got first and ten for the Blue Streaks at the Bartow 21. Trying to get Bartow to jump now. Now they're looking over to the sideline to get a play. I don't see anything but a handoff or a quarterback draw. Two receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap, and it is going to be a handoff. Mitchell. Davis wraps him up, but pulls him across the 20 to about the 17, I'm going to call it the 18-yard line. Again, Clark uh, helping out on the end of that play, but uh, Bartos having to make some adjustment. They're bringing the linebackers inside again now instead of outside, and that means Davis and uh, Martin, they have to play contain on the outside. Second and eight here for the Blue Streaks. Kearney, the quarterback, he'll take the snap, and he'll hand off Mitchell again. This time a little off-tackle play on the right side, and he gets some nice yardage. It'll be third down and about five. Yeah, this is this is easily four-down territory, they're, uh, the way they're moving the football. Call it third and four now for the Blue Streaks. 2.20 left in the third quarter. Sebring 7, Bartow 3. Kearney, the quarterback for Sebring, stands in the shotgun. Two receivers on the left, two receivers on the right. Here's the snap, and they're going to hand it on a little sweep action. This time the Jackets are there, and it is Davis once again. Davis playing that contain. Now we got another late flag. Davis again uh, with a big tackle in the backfield. He lost about four on that, but let's see what this flag came in flying in from the secondary. It's going to be an unsportsman again, guys. Dead ball, personal foul, Barto. Oh, my goodness. Did you see anything, Mike? I wasn't paying attention. I was watching Davis make the tackle. Uh, we will discuss it right now. Okay. And this is... You can't lose your composure. You stop them on a third down. You, you know, you stop them short. You know, you lose yardage, and then you have a you, you do something like that. And uh, Sebring's got a, or somebody's calling a timeout. Bart, the Yellow Jackets called a timeout. It's going to give uh, Sebring a first and goal uh, from the uh, just inside the ten yard line. Two minutes to play here in the third quarter. Sebring in front. Seven to three. We have a quick little chance here to check a scoreboard update for you. Uh, Fort Meade winners tonight. Well, they're on the way. Forty-nine to nothing over Ten Rock. That oh. will soon be a final. Lake Wales also soon to be a final. Forty-two to nothing over Liberty. Haines City still leads George Jenkins. Fourteen to three. 
That's in the third quarter. Winter Haven over Lake Gibson, 9-6. to six Wow. In the third quarter. Lakeland, the Dreadnoughts over Clearwater Academy, 27-13. That's a halftime score. Calvary Christian. Mike, are you sitting down? No, I don't even want to hear it. Calvary Christian, 35. Lakeland Christian, nothing. What is what, what? I don't know. I gotta call John. Yeah, somebody, somebody's got it. Something happened over there, guys. And and Mike, here's another sit down for you. Kathleen, twenty one, Ridge Community seven. What? <laughs> First and goal for the Blue Streaks. Just inside the ten, they're gonna get Kearney on a sweep. Tries to turn the corner. Got flags everywhere on this oh play. Oh my goodness! I mean, surely it can't be a defensive hold. Kearney just a little sweep around the right side, and there there were flags coming in close to the tackle and f- flying in from deep in the end zone. You think you'd get that drone to drop one? I don't know, guys. A while ago they were talking about the drone was too low. Personal foul that time on uh, Sebring. Now these refs got to get a hold of this. They need to talk to both coaches and get a hold of this right now. So the referees will mark off this penalty. I guess it's just a holding call. Oh, hold on! I thought I saw him pop his. Uh, he's not wrist. very. He's not. He's not very animated. No. All right. So they'll move it back to the twenty. So it's first and goal for Sebring from the twenty. Getting everything set on the sidelines. Here we go. We're ready. Kearney, the quarterback. Two receivers on the near side of the field. Jacket showing some pressure. It's going to be a little toss to, to uh, the running back, and that is going to be Collimore, and he's going nowhere. Yeah, that was a good job by Jihad Brown, who came in from the linebacker spot and kind of cut his feet out from under him. Didn't, didn't make the tackle, but tripped him up enough where he was easily going down. There's our buddy Neil Duncan. Neil's been kind of radio shy this year. Yeah, I know. Wonder if he's going to uh, wonder if he's going to Tallahassee this weekend to see Duke play the Seminoles. I think that's a given. <laughs> There's our buddy Neil Duncan. Second and twenty <laughs> for the yell, for the goal. Second and goal for the Blue Streaks. Kearney with the carry. Kearney breaks some oh, tackles. Kearney breaks oh, another boy. tackle. Falls down to the five. Oh, he's a runner, guys. He is third and goal for and he Sebring. Maybe hurt. Referees will stop the play as Kearney is the. Sebring, who is down on the field, and he is... And that was Quavion Bird that made the tackle all the way downfield. He's cramping. He hasn't played enough to be cramping. This I didn't see him hydrating. play at all in the first half. He's not hydrating properly. Yeah, they're working on cramps down there on Kearney. At the end of the third quarter, Haines City 14, George Jenkins 3. Next week, the Yellow Jackets are off. They're enjoying their open date next Friday night. The Jackets will next be in action on the first Friday in November when they're back here at Bartram Memorial Stadium for senior night to take on the Highway 60 rival, the Lake Wales Highlanders. They're undefeated, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they are. You've been keeping up with that, but I have. It's hard not to keep up with them. I mean, they haven't lost a game in over a year. I mean, they were undefeated last last year. year, They won the state, and uh, they're undefeated this year. So 
It was back in 21. 21, they had to lose again. They're still working on the injured player on the on the field there. Kearney, the ball carrier, he took the running all the way down to the five-yard line, and as Bruce mentioned, Bird with a nice tackle at the end of the play to bring him down to save a touchdown. Ball spotted right about the seven-yard line. With the injury timeout, we'll take a break as well. Sebring 7, Bartow 3. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford. And the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull out of Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Why did you pull it? Highway 60 East, Bartow. Well, they got, they got the gal working the scoreboard all the way down here. Mm-hmm. The, the injured player, Kearney, got up under his own power and walked off onto the field. It's going to force the Seabrook Blue Streaks to uh, put a different quarterback. He was the quarterback, so he'll have to sit out at least one play. And that is going to be Collimore, who now handled the uh, quarterback duties for this play, at least, on a third and goal from the seven. Here's the snap. Colomore will take it and run. He's got a little daylight. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Sebring. You know, and everything that they've done on this drive, I mean, you look, every play they've done, they've run to the right side. Yeah. Everyone. A six-yard touchdown run, and Sebring with their second touchdown of the night. Yeah, that hurts. That really hurts. Um, Fifty seconds. That's his second touchdown of the night. Collimore is. He had the twelve-yard run in the first quarter. Now a seven-yard run here in the third quarter with fifty seconds left. Salvador on to attempt the extra point. The hold is good. Kick sails right on through. Fourteen to three. Sebring in front of Bartow. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at evolveyourlawn.com. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Sebring with a little, uh, little pooch kick. Bruce, I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I mean, what, what they were doing was... Uh, we I saw it in a college game or, or one game where the kicker just kicked it up in the air about ten yards, and and the 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 kickoff team ran under and caught the ball and and took off for a touchdown, and that's what they were trying to do right there. That ball didn't go ten yards in the air. Well, Barto recovered it. They caught it in midair and just went straight on down. Good uh, good play. And I believe that was ball. 
uh, that uh, 34 Dayton Ball that uh, caught that ball and went straight down the ground. Good job. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets from their own 47-yard line. And Johnson will air this one out looking for Thomas downfield. He caught it. Thomas caught it at the 20-yard line. The the defensive back was waiting for the ball, and Thomas just went back in front of him, put his arms out, and stole the football from the defender. And just like that, the Jackets are in business at the 20. In the red zone. Yeah, first and 10 of the 20 for Bartow. What a spectacular catch by Thomas, the junior wide receiver. Johnson takes the snap, hands it to Himes. Himes puts his head down, two hands on the ball, plows forward across the 20 to the 19. He's second and nine. Yeah, I really like to see them go a little more tempo here. Keep them on their heels. Jason Williams and Corey Butler split to the left side of the formation. Taylor and Thomas on the near side of the formation. Now they're going to call a timeout. And Bartow's going to be forced to use a timeout. Oh, that's the end of the quarter. <laughs> I don't know how to justify it. The, 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 the play clock or the is in the east end zone. Yeah. We were looking at the west end zone. and But it was definitely one of the two. One of the two. You haven't been able to trust that thing over the last couple of games, though. Uh, that, that clock. I, I don't remember it being this bad before. Sebring 14, Bartow 3. The fourth quarter starts when we return. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hello, Bartow. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Blackwelder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Blackwelder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Second down for the Yellow Jackets. Handoff, Himes. Oh. Himes tries to turn the corner. Oh, and he just got arm tackled there about the 18-yard yeah, line. he did. He was he was a half a step from breaking that pay dirt. My son is It's going to be third in. down. Third and about seven for Bartow. Just interject. Third and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Ball spotted at the Sebring 18-yard line. Sebring in front, 14-3. to three. We're in the fourth quarter now. Clock runs with 11 minutes left in the ballgame. Quarterback is Johnson. Needs to hurry. Here's the snap. Just get it off. He rolls to his left, looking downfield toward the end zone, and it's going to be incomplete. Uh, that's pass interference. interference. They try to get it to Corey Butler. There's a lot of arm fighting down there, and flags come in from two different directions. Yeah, I think they're going to get the uh, Sebron guy for not turning around uh, to check on that because yeah, it, the Bartow was trying to come back to it, and he just was just kept pushing him further away. Yeah, if he's looking back for the ball, that's no flag. Yeah, but he wasn't looking back. Never just now. Well, I don't know. I see him going the other way with Bartow, so we'll see what the call is here. 
Illegal man downfield. Down pass interference. So they're going to offset. Offset it. Third down again. How do we get an illegal man downfield? Hmm. So it'll be third and seven again for the Yellow Jackets at the Sebring 18-yard line. Hmm. Blake Johnson, the junior quarterback, he's in the shotgun. Standing right next to him is the running back, Himes. Butler and Thomas on the near side. Taylor on the far side. Jason Williams in that big tight end slot position. Here's the snap, and whistles will stop this play. It looked like Bartow called a timeout, and they did. I believe that'll be Bartow's final timeout of the ball game. Well, Bruce, third and third and seven. You want to get this one right? Yeah. The slant's been there all evening long, and there's been a couple of times where. Instead of taking that, uh, Johnson has decided to go deep. Now, they did get the pass interference, but uh, unfortunately that was nullified by the illegal man downfield, or we'd be sitting inside the 10-yard line right now. So, well, Let's see what Coach Eden and the staff here have dialed up on a third and seven for Bartow at the Sebring 18-yard line. Single coverage on the far side. Johnson in the shotgun. Heim standing right next to him. Here's the snap. Johnson looks to throw down the middle of the field. And the that's got to be a flag. Jason no Williams. Flag. Goodness. Jason Williams was the intended receiver. Looked like he got bumped off his route. Incomplete. It'll be fourth down. I guess maybe they thought in- incidental contact. Uh, you got to kick, kick it here. You take the three? Yeah, yeah, because it it, uh, makes it a one-score game. That's going to send our kicker, Kaysan Mullis, the sophomore. We think has a very, very bright future as a yellow jacket kicker. Oh, absolutely. Put the ball down to the 25-yard line. He's already hit one from 35 already. This will be his second 35-yarder of the night. Wind at his back. Big, tall, number 40. Here's the snap. The kick is going to be up, and it off the goalpost. He doinked it off the goalpost. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Just a slight pull. Sebring will take over first and 10 from their own 20 and leading in the ballgame 14-3. to Shake that off, young man. There'll be many more. Our first final of the night, Lakeland Christian Falls. It is Calvary Christian 35, Lakeland Christian 7. That is a final. Wow. They have to have some injuries. Something, yeah, something. they, they, They must have a lot of injuries up there because that's just unusual for Lakeland to drop that many in a row now. Another final tonight, uh, Fort Meade. 56, Tenorock, nothing. That's also a final. Haines City stretching out the lead over Jenkins. 20-3 to three now in the fourth quarter. First and 10 for the Blue Streaks. They want to get it to Colomore around the corner. He tries to turn it. He jumps over one tackler and pushes the pile. Still going out of bounds. Now a flag, a flag comes in. in. Mm. 
That can't be against anybody but Bartow. Yeah. Guys, real quick, I want to give a shout-out to Coach David Jones. I mean, I know we've always, you know, over the years playing football and, and, and coaching football around the area. Coach Jones was one of those coaches that uh, did youth football down in Sebring for years. Um, so he wasn't able to come to the game tonight. So I just wanted, I he just texted me and said he's listening to the game on the radio. So thanks for listening, Coach. Absolutely. Great. Thank you, Coach. Things are getting tight over at Bryant Stadium. Lakeland, Lakeland 27, Clearwater Academy 23. Wow. How many and, penalty and, yards do they have, though? And Clearwater, <laughs> Clearwater had the lead early in the game, didn't they? They, they did. So the march off the penalty against the Yellow Jackets, Seaburn will have a first and 10 from their own 44-yard line. Quarterback is still number two. That's Cullimore coming in for the injured Kearney. Here's the snap. Handoff wrapped up by number nine at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, Davis is just a beast out there again tonight. I'm going to give him one on the play, make it second and nine for the Blue Streaks. Big defensive struggle at Denison Stadium tonight. Winter Haven nine, Lake Gibson six. That's deep in the third quarter. Mm. Second and nine for the Blue Streaks from their own 46-yard line. Cullimore, the quarterback. Here's the snap. He wants to keep it on a quarterback roll out to the outside, runs out of bounds. He's going to get maybe one, maybe two. Yeah, at this point, Seabrook's just, I think what Seabrook's going to look for, they're just going to run that ball to control that clock. Ten minutes left in the ball game. Seventy degrees on an ideal Florida night for high school football. Third and ten for the Blue Streaks. Feels cooler than that. That breeze coming in. It's nice down on the field, guys. Collimore, the quarterback. He's going to be in the shotgun. And we're going to get a delay of game here against Sebring. That'll back them up five, make it third and 15. And they'll march it back to the 40-yard line. We're to be third and 15 for the Blue Streaks. Ten minutes left in the ballgame. Sebring 14, Bartow 3. Collimore, the quarterback, takes the snap. And this, oh, this is Kearney back in the ballgame. Kearney, number six, he'll cross the 40 to the 42. Before he's brought down, it'll be fourth down. Yeah, I think you got to be keying on that cat every time he's in the game from this point on. you just got to keep all eyes on him. So that's going to bring on Salvador to handle the punting duties for Sebring. Dropping back is Murray. And I believe that is Galva. No, Hampton. Galva. Nine twenty-three and counting here in the ball game. That was right here, so it must be Hampton. Must be Hampton. Okay, six instead of eight. Yeah. And another delay of game call against Sebring. 
Well, this game has turned sloppy in the last 15 minutes. Dead ball, delay of game against the Blue Shrieks. Back in about five more yards. Still going to be fourth down, but now fourth down in about 16. Neil's pacing like an expectant father. So now we're ready for punting again. Salvador back deep to kick it off, to kick for Sebring. Hampton and Murray back deep to receive. And we know either one of them can do wonders with the kick. Here's the snap. Salvador's got it. Sends it downfield. Fair catch called for. And Barton will just clear and get out of the way. Sebring will down it at the 35-yard line. Oh, and Williams. Here comes the footballs. Williams just got away with one. Heads up, everybody, in the booster section. The blue footballs are flying everywhere. Yeah, you go get that one for us. Neil's going to run down there. Neil's got a football. Oh, one came right to him where he was. Yeah. Neil's handing them out. There you go. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the 35-yard line. <laughs> that wasn't very nice. Uh, you ain't get one. PA, PA announcer Pat Pittman got it. First and 10 for Bartow. Neil knows how to take care of people. Absolutely. Johnson in the shotgun. Me. Three receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. Johnson wants to throw. Drops straight back. Sends it downfield looking for Galva. That's all. And it's going to be incomplete. Yep. I'm assuming intercepted at the 40-yard line. Sebring returning it into Bartow territory. Still on his feet at the 40, at the 30. Finally going to be knocked out of bounds on the far side of the field. And another flag That's will come in. going to be a face mask again. And, and – uh, I don't know whether that slipped out of his hand or what, but it was one of those uh, dying quails where the ball's just fluttering in the air, Mike. Yeah, it was. I don't. I don't think it was tipped. I think he just. I don't know if his arm got bumped or like you said, but yeah, it just kind of it stayed up there and just floated. I mean, he had a receiver streaking down the middle of the field, but uh, with it being all kiltered like that, he just could not get it there. So they're going to get a dead ball personal foul against the Yellow Jackets. That'll add to the end of that return. Yeah, whoever whoever made the tackle, I saw him grab him. It wasn't a face mask, but anytime you grab the helmet, it's it's like a horse collar or a face mask. You and he pulled him to the ground that way. So the referees will mark off that penalty, and it's going to be uh, excellent field position here for Sebring. And they're going to finally put it down at the 15-yard line. Mike, Mike is out of batteries? No. No, I'm not out of batteries, guys. I'm just being harassed from the stands. Yeah, his oh. wife is sitting down there in, in the in the WBF uh, section. <laughs> and I'm getting harassed. <laughs> hey, it's been that kind of night. First down but play. But you did get the, well, I, I don't know. You didn't get the listen to McGriff, but uh, it was that was entertaining. Pickup of about two on the play. It'd be second and eight here for Sebring. Ball around the 13-yard line of Bartow. 
Can you call it harassment when it's your wife doing it? Absolutely you can. Oh, okay. I'm not calling it. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. Exactly. Second and eight for the Blue Streaks at the Yellow Jacket. At the Yellow Jacket 13-yard line. Quarterback is Kearney. He wears number six. Check that. Collimore in the game. Collimore turns the corner. Flag. The flag on the play. Collimore's going to head to the end zone for a touchdown. It's coming back. But this is coming back. A holding call against Sebring. What a great run by that young man. Though. He, he's got some nice wheels up underneath him. He sure does. I don't think they've tackled him tonight, have they? No, they I think they, he's had, got two, what, two touchdowns already. Just yes. had a third. Yep. This one will be brought back. They're going to march off the 10-yard holding call against Sebring. So they'll move it outside the 20 to the 23. I mean, when you watch him turn the corner and you see him start going through defenders, I mean, he almost looks like a deer. He's just kind of hopping right through them, and he just never slows down. Second down and about 20 they need, maybe 19 for a first. Sebring again in the shotgun is Kearney. Kearney fakes the handoff. He wants to keep it, and he runs right into big number 98. Yeah. Big Bird brings him down for a loss. Yeah, big number 98 got a little frustration uh, off his chest that time, too. Yeah, and once he gets a hold of you, you're not breaking free from that one. So they're going to lose a lot more yardage. It'll be third down and about 24 now for Sebring. Clock runs at 7.30 left in the ball game. Bartow trails 14-3. Kearney will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. Two wide receivers on the near side. He's in the shotgun. Here's the snap. And this time, Kearney will run. Check it. That's Collimore in the ballgame, number two. He's not going to get much to the 25-yard line. It's going to be fourth down. Number 22 on that tackle right there. Um, Isaac Jackson, Jr. Haven't called his name much this year, but came up and made a nice little open field tackle. He could be seeing some time because of the injury to our all-star... Stanley. Yeah. Looking for people. I mean, Clark has done a great job. They had Brown uh, down in that spot, but they moved him back to safety. So it's fourth down. Sebring will keep the offense on the field. I don't know how much time they can have here. Yeah. And now Sebring will call a timeout. Timeout on the field. 6-13 to play in the ballgame. It is Sebring 14, Bartow 3. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. Each and every holiday, dealerships are trying to convince you that right now is the best time to buy a vehicle. It's not that way at Bartow Ford. If it's for sale, it's on sale. Visit our store or online at BartowFord.com because at Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull to Bartow on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull it, Highway 60 East, Bartow. Heard it, he Locally owned and operated. We are FM 102.9 and AM 1130. WWBF Bartow. 
6-13 left in the ball game. Bartow trails 14-3. Sebring with the ball facing a fourth down on the Yellow Jacket 25-yard line. Yeah, I think they, they don't have any choice. They, they probably don't have a kicker that can kick, uh, and so they have no choice but to go for it here. Collimore, the quarterback, he fakes like he wants to run. Now he wants to throw. Now he's under a whole lot of pressure. Chased down by a big bird, and he's going to turn the corner. Collimore with a nice run to avoid. He's going to be short of a first down, I do believe, but he got some nice yardage. Yeah, he's going to be short, guys, but it's oh, going to be turned oh. over to Bartow there, deep in their own territory yeah, there. Oh, hey, God, that guy's fat. He was literally like one yard short. Uh, I mean, Bird had a good angle to the sideline, and he just flew by Bird. Sebring will turn it over on downs. It'll be first and 10, Bartow. Mike looks like right about the seven-yard line. Yes, sir. He got a hand on him, but it wasn't enough. So Bartow needing two possessions, six minutes left in the ball game, and no timeouts. Deep in their own territory, timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. Like to remind you, at Citizens Bank and Trust, we take great pride in being Poe County's bank and understand the responsibility that comes with it each and every day. Citizens Bank and Trust since 1920, member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Guys, we're going racing at Homestead this weekend. All three series, the Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup at Homestead this weekend. And then Martinsville next week. And then Phoenix. And then we're done. Yeah. And Kyle Larson got a big win last week. That, and uh, it was pretty cool to see Riley Herps get that uh, that win in, in, in the, in the Bush Series. And, yeah. and um, by 15 seconds and uh, in his hometown and... Uh, I just thought that was pretty cool. So the trucks will kick it off tomorrow morning, 11.30, broadcast time for the trucks. And then around 2.30, we'll join the Xfinity Series broadcast. And then Sunday afternoon, 1.30, for the Cup Series. All the racing right here, FM 102.9, 97.1, AM 1130. Of course, streaming on our website as well. There you go. And the app. And the app. Yep, don't forget the app. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets, and they're going to pick up about four on the play. Nice little run there. Homestead's kind of a flat track, too, isn't it? Yeah. Palm trees on the back straightaway. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool setup. And that's where uh, Nemechek's brother got killed uh, many, many, many years ago. That's when he hit the... They didn't have the... Safer wind. barriers. Yeah. yeah. He was in a truck. Second down for the uh, Yellow Jackets. And Johnson wants to throw, looking downfield for Butler, and he overthrows everybody. Blake Johnson looking for Corey Butler on a little little fly route, I guess. Yeah, and and Butler wasn't even looking back for the ball. I don't think he expected it at all. He never looked back. So it'll be third down. Stops the clock at 5.23 to play. He even slowed up a little bit. Yeah. Third and seven for the Yellow Jackets. Three wide receivers on the near side of the field. Two wide receivers to the far side. Empty backfield. They dropped the linebackers. They're only rushing three right now. They got... Fast right, fast right. Blake Johnson, quarterback for the Yellow Jackets. Calling for the ball. Here it is. And they quickly get a little wide receiver screen to Corey Butler. He's got it. Crosses the 15 to about the 16-yard line, but that's it. Be really close. 
close to a first down, Mike. Yeah, he's going to be a little bit short. Uh, he's probably going to be about two yards short here. Um, but it brings up that, you know, it's a long it's a long two yards there. Yard and a half, two yards. He's sending them back out there. Fourth down, offense on the field. Yellow Jackets on their own 16-yard line. This guy's got a rifle for an arm. When he learns how to use it, he's going to be extremely dangerous. Again, empty backfield. Five receivers in the pattern for Bartow. Big Jason Williams on the top side of the field over there. And we're going to uh, get a delay, delay again. game. That's going to back him up five yards. Delay game, Bartow. It's going to be fourth and six now for the Yellow Jackets. Doesn't change anything, Bruce, still. Yeah. I, I, 4.32 left in the ballgame. Need to score twice. Here we go. Empty backfield. Five receivers in the pattern for Bartow. Blake Johnson calls to the ball. He's got it. Looking to throw, looking, looking. Throws it downfield. Trying to get with Thomas, and it's going to be incomplete. Almost intercepted. Yeah, it would have been better if he would have intercepted it. Try to get hold of Taylor, rather. Janus Taylor streaking down the sideline. It fell incomplete. Seaburn will take over on downs deep in Yellow Jacket territory with the ball and with the lead. And situations like that is is only being here three weeks, not having any time with your receivers. That's where you work those those fly routes and things like that is, is in the offseason. That's where you work with them one-on-one. You learn their speed. You know, uh, when he releases how you need to throw – throw the ball, how much air you need to put under it for him to run under it. So those are things he'll get better at for next year. First and ten for the Blue Streaks. Ball at the Yellow Jacket 11-yard line. Handoff up the middle. Goes a big fullback. And that is uh, Nick Rowe. Big senior fullback. 225. 5'8". I don't know why they just don't bring number two back in. Yeah, he was, I mean, he has the speed, and he has the ability to, to make it happen. Oh, he's out there receiver. Okay. Second down and six here for the Blue Streaks. Ball at the Yellow Jacket, seven-yard line. Jackets, I mean, the uh, Blue Streaks taking every bit of clock they can. Curse is the quarterback. He'll hand off again to big number 24, and he stumbles across the five-yard line and falls forward to about the three. Oh, and if he hadn't have stumbled, that was another six for Sebring right there. Yeah, I agree. And Williams gave him a little what for uh, at the end of it. It'll be third down for the Blue Streaks. And your little your little coaching buddy got him a football. <laughs> he's going to straighten him out. See, he's got him one of those little yeah. blue footballs. You didn't get one, but he did. Yeah. I guess that's because he's got clout. Yep. He's right high, he's right higher than me, yeah. And he lost his shoe. Third and four Those for the Blue Streaks. Again, they're just using every bit of clock they can. Three minutes to play. And here's a quarterback draw. Going to be Curse. He gets down to the one. Great Mike, job. is that enough for a first down? Great uh, job, Mike Brown. I don't know. He's going to be real close. Otherwise, it'll be fourth down. They're going to stop the clock for a measurement, I believe. He can get a first without getting a touchdown, 
But did he get enough? I don't Nope. They're not going to measure. It's fourth down. Check that. Third down. Oh, it's got to be I thought fourth. it was fourth. Yeah, it's fourth. It should be fourth down. The down marker says third. Now they're looking at it. They turn around and look at it. It is fourth down. There you go. Thank you. Fourth and they need about a yard for a first down, about two yards for a touchdown, does Sebring. Big number 24, the fullback row in the backfield with Kirsch, the quarterback. Kirsch looking at the sideline. Two minutes to play in the ballgame. Nope. Oh, and oh, the, big, the big fullback leaned forward a little bit and lost <laughs> his balance. False start against 24. So that'll back him up five yards. It'll be fourth down and about six now. Yeah, this is a big pride thing for this defense right here to hold them up. Oh, they're going to come and kick it. Well, let's see if they you know, bring on Salvador to see if he can boot this into the uh, through the uprights. Not much more than an extra point. Now they got like 22 players on the field right now, and they're trying to half of them are trying to figure out. We got a flag down now. Illegal substitution. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you going to call it on? 11 of them? (laughs) Why not? I mean, this is a situation. They have no idea what they're doing. They're they're literally wasting time. All right. Here's what the referee says. False start because of the big number 24 leaning forward. Backs them up five. It's going to be fourth and six. Does Seaburn have a timeout left? I think they do. Well, they probably need to call it. So now they're changing more players in and out. Oh, my goodness. How many times can you change them out? So Salvador will ask the holder to sit down right about the Mike 12-yard line? Yes, sir, 12-yard line. So a 22-yard field goal attempt from Salvador. And there's more discussion here. Okay, now Coach Eden had a question. Got that satisfied? All right, here we go. 22-yard field goal attempt from Salvador. Hey, watch the ball! Watch the ball! From the hold of Murphy. Here's the snap. The hold, the kick. Got it. He did. 158 to play in the ball game, and Sebring extends their lead now 17-3 to over the Yellow Jackets. Hmm. 22-yard field goal by Salvador. See if we can get a chance for a scoreboard update. I want to know what's going on in Winter Haven. And we haven't heard anything from Mulberry tonight either. Coach Peavy's probably already gone to bed, though. Hmm. Winners tonight. Fort Meade a winner. Lakeland, Lakeland 34. Clearwater 29. Wow. Winter Haven 9, Lake Gibson 6. We gave you the the uh, Lake the Calvary Christian score 35-7. That's a final. John Carroll, the team from uh, Fort Pierce leads Victory Christian 13 to 10. Lake Wells a winner and Haines City's a winner tonight. They beat Jenkins 26 to 3. That's nice. And also a final, Kathleen gets their first win of the year, 21-7 over Ridge. And that's something. Here's that little pooch kick again. Got to be some kind of interference right there. Yeah, it should have been. 
Barton went up to uh, catch it, but the ball bounced out of bounds, but no flag. Huh. Okay. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. So we were all fooled on the uh, Ridge-Kathleen game. I, I I thought Tate might have had enough to beat Kathleen. Oh, my goodness. And the Lakeland Christian game, we all picked Lakeland the Vikings to yeah, win. Yeah, so. they've, they've, they've bit me in the behind three times now. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own 40-yard line. Blake Johnson, quarterback, calls for the ball, under some pressure, throws it, pass com- incomplete, looking for Butler. Okay, now he's he's keying in on one receiver, and and this is again something that he will get better at. But if he looks off, he's got Williams going right across the middle, about five yards over the line of scrimmage, and Williams has a lot of daylight. And but he was keyed in on on Butler Butler immediately. Second and ten. Here's the snap. They roll him out this time, does Johnson. Johnson, under some pressure, turns back. He's got a lot of daylight in front of him. Runs around the referee at the 40, the 41. He gains about one after all that. Yeah. Clock runs at 139 to play in the ballgame. Reminder, the Yellow Jackets will enjoy an off week next week. No game next Friday night. Barta will be back here at Barta Memorial Stadium to take on the Lake Wales Highlanders. I believe it's November 4th, the first uh, two weeks from tonight. November 4th. That's Jack's birthday. How old is your baby? I don't know. <laughs> I, have to, I have to get out my I think calculator. he's going to be like 36. Get out your abacus and, and figure out what Yeah, I don't, I don't know. That. Oh, our buddy Coach Peavy's not asleep. Oh. Timeout taken by the Yellow Jackets. Third and nine. 105 left in the ballgame. I don't know what Mulberry's doing, Coach. <laughs> Still listening. He is the man. Well, Mulberry went down to Cape Coral, you know, to play that team down there. So, oh. They might have got lost. They might have got Listen, Mulberry would be good to find Bradley. Mulberry what? Mulberry would be doing good to find Bradley. <laughs> That's pretty good, Mike. Stop it. I, I'm sorry, Coach. I, didn't, I mean, you know, it was all, it's all a good fun. Third and nine for the Yellow Jackets. A lot of Sebring players playing well off the ball. 105 left in the ball game. Blake is your quarterback. Three receivers on the far side of the field, including big number 11, Jason Williams. Here's the snap. Johnson wants to throw. Oh, he was wide open. tipped by Thomas and intercepted by the Blue Streaks. Running down the side of the field from the 40, from the 30, still on his feet. Flag coming Uh, back. There's multiple flags on the field. That one guy just sailed that thing. Looked like he's throwing a pass himself. That's a rainbow on that one, guys. That was uh, another another one. Another flag comes in late. Went right through Thomas's hands. I know he'd like to have that back. 
50 seconds left in the ball game. Flags all over the field. Yeah, there's, there's laundry everywhere, including Mike's. Stop it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that'll be, that'll hey, be two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. He'll have his for the Lake Wells game, so he'll be all about. Mike, I got a tip from a listener, and maybe that's the same listener that's sitting down here in the WBF executive suites. But, uh, but they also said, if you do get a flag, Mike, do not monogram it. Don't monogram it. Oh, my goodness. Why not? <laughs> Listen, I want them to know who threw that thing. That was pretty good. I'm going to put a monogram on there and a phone number. And a phone number? Okay. <laughs> right. Oh. Put your number on there, Jeff. My number. Thank you. Yeah, I'm going to put the shopper's number the on shopper there. The shopper number on there. Yeah, the shopper number. And you could advertise your tractor service, too. Yeah, there you go. The referees are discussing what went on here. What's that letter? From the interception. That's Bartow's second turnover of the night. Yeah, and, and that one was not Johnson's fault. That was a beautiful pass. Just went right through uh, Thomas's hands and right into the safety uh, bread basket. It's going to be first down, Sebring. Yeah, they call personal foul Bartow. Personal foul Sebring. Block in the back, Sebring. Offset. Mm. So the referees will put the ball down. Actually, they're, they are going to mark off the block in the back call. Yeah, that'll be 10 yards from the spot of the foul. So one, two, three, down to the 34-yard line. So Sebring with the ball, first and 10 at the Yellow Jacket, 34-yard line. And they that, only need, Bartow has no more timeout. Yeah, they can go into victory formation or they can try to rub it in, whatever they feel like doing. And it looks like they are going to go in the in the victory formation here. Curse, or Travis Kearney, rather Kearney, the quarterback. He will. Oh, he's. Oh, uh, and Sebring jumped. (laughs) One of the linemen jumped. Oh my goodness! False start against the Blue Streaks. False start, Sebring. It'll be first and fifteen. It doesn't really matter. We're just going to kneel down. Yeah. So we'll try it again. Nobody move. Yellow Jackets ground that line of scrimmage. Here's the snap, and they will take a knee at the 45-yard line. They have to do it one more one time. One more time. That'll be the ball game. So Bartow will drop to six and three on the year. Sebring will improve to five and two. Sebring with uh, two more games. Bartow with only one more game left. In two weeks at home against the Highlanders. Here's the snap and the kneel down again, and that will wrap it up. Count. The clock runs at 20 seconds. Your final score is going to be the Sebring Blue Streaks 17 and the Bartow Yellow Jackets 3. We'll be back to wrap up this ball game for you. You're listening to Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer, Kelly Buick GMC. 
Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Bartow Memorial Stadium. It's a final tonight. Sebring 17 and Bartow 3. Jackets lose their third straight game of the year, fall to 6-3 and three overall. And in two weeks on this field, they will take on the Lake Wales Highlanders in the regular season finale. Bruce, the defense played real well. Yeah. The, the, the opening drive, Seabury scored, but after that, pretty much shut them down. Yeah, it was a it was a game it was a game of momentum, and and Barto really had the momentum uh, coming out of the second half. And then what Sebring did is is they totally switched up things on them, and they uh, brought in uh, the number nine, I believe, uh, to run the quarterback spot, and. Kearney, yeah. Yeah, on about the second or third drive of the second half, and that just changed the momentum back to Sebring. They scored again, and a uh, couple of field, you know, uh, Sebring got a late field goal, and and uh, that was about it. But the, the defense uh, has nothing to shake their head about. And uh, I think, you know, the offense had it, had its moments. But uh, once again, uh, you got to put everything together against a good football team like this. And we got Lake Wales in two weeks, and, and hopefully we can have a good couple of weeks of practice, maybe give them a couple of days off uh, to let the bumps and bruises and, and come back and, do a lot of film study and, and try to be ready for an incredible Lake Wales team yeah. uh, in two weeks. Mike, I know you're down there on the on the field. Uh, your your what you your perspective of the ball yeah, game? Yeah, you know the same thing. It's it's like you know we were talking about it earlier. It's it's been tough to really to see this Barto team play the way they've played the last couple of games. We've kind of seen them. I mean, we we come off of a big high. I mean, this team had everything working together. They were they were meshed together as a team. But now we're just, since the Lakeland game, it just kind of seems like we haven't really had that team, we haven't had that team togetherness. I mean, we've had a little bit of separation there. The defense, you know, you see them, they get on a high, and, and they, they do extremely well for a couple of series, and, and then you just kind of see everything start dissipating and falling back apart. Yeah. And that was one thing Coach Eden said at halftime, you know, with these guys. He said, listen, it's a team. It's a team. He, he preached that team to them the whole time. But, you know, you're seeing it. I mean, and, and I just actually saw it here on the field just a few minutes ago. I see players headed to the locker room while other players are down here on the field in the end zone with Coach Eden, which to me is a very disrespectful thing to do. It is a team. It's a team effort, and it's a complete team effort. You betcha. And I think mm-hmm. that every one of those team players, every one of those players on this team should have been right here in this end zone with the rest of this team. Yeah. So, But, you know, maybe they can, you know, with a week off, Maybe they can get it to back together, figure it out, because that's going to be a tough game against Lake Wells. I mean, Lake Wells, what, 8-0 now? So, yes, they are. I mean, they're going, to be, they're going to be a tough team to beat. So, But I'm going to the uh, Fort Meade game next week, Fort Meade Frostproof game down in Fort Meade. So hopefully we'll uh, catch up with some good football down there with those guys this week, next week. District championship, I guess, on the line down there between those two. Yeah, yes. that, that'll, yes. that'll be a pretty exciting game, Mike. Well, Andy, what do you think? I agree. It was a tough one. It was a tough one, and and Bartow really hasn't been right since Lakeland, and they lost a couple quarterbacks, and then they bring somebody, one other young man in one game, and then they bring this other young man in two games, 
and it's just been hard for them to get things back together. So uh, I agree with uh, uh, everybody should be standing out there in the end zone right now. And uh, I would be having a talk with the ones who walked in. Oh, I'd be having a lot more of a talk. They'd be they'd be right out here running stadiums, stadiums before they went home tonight. Yeah, it'd be tough. Final score tonight is uh, Sebring Blue Streak 17, the Bartow Yellow Jackets 3. Thank you to uh, Bartow High School, the administration here for their assistance in the broadcast uh, tonight. Thank my broadcast partners, Mike Ayers on the sideline, Bruce and Andy Edmond here in the booth, our studio producer, Dad, Tom. Tom, back in at the studio in Bartow, and uh, Big I'm Daddy. Jeff. Hope you enjoyed the, the broad- Hope you enjoyed the broadcast. Uh, final score again: Sebring seventeen, Bartow three. Take care. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket Football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management, Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow, Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company by Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spray Service of Bartow, taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It, the parts you need when you need them by Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Widden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.